I ate even one more thing while we were there. Yeah, I, yeah, ate, it was I ate so much. I ate so it was Yeah. The thing is like and the it food, was irresponsible. The food was, the, the food was so good, peeved that when I brushed my teeth it made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> I went to keep with me forever. Just lick the back of your teeth all day long. And then this morning I had I started my day off with an egg McMuffin. Okay? Oh, nice. Just going just from that to the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yesterday's Schmeg, filth Schmeg today's, uh, today's lubricant. That's how it goes. Exactly, yeah. And boy, <laughs> I have just been shitting. It's just been just a yeah. constant funnel. I might as well put, like, a, some kind of catheter that, in there. That's like when, like, you know the one, the girlfriend you just broke up with is the one that got away, and it, so you just, you just start banging this absolute fucking slam pig of a human being yeah. it's like i gotta re- I, I, I gotta rebound right now yeah i don't and i don't care who knows how bad this is it needs to happen i can't be alone today and that, that's that's what eating an egg mcmuffin immediately after eating peeb's delicious yeah uh, pork it's taco, true pork that's pork actually taco. a great metaphor yeah it's also just the most irresponsible way to start your day like you better not have anything to do if you're the first thing you do when you wake up is get yeah. a sausage egg and cheese mcmuffin from mcdonald's i feel like that's I mean, it's way more affordable than going to have like an actual colonic done, though, right? You yeah. I mean? like, plus, plus, a stranger doesn't have to see your butthole, so it's like it's just, it's all the perks. Win win. Uh, none, like, none of the downsides. Yeah, well, and some and some most of those sandwiches are like a dollar twenty seven now, y'all. It's the cheapest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're like, please come cheapest. here. Our employees won't. <laughs> it's American healthcare system at work. So I had I had a thought the other day, guys, and it's real weird, okay. but I, need, I just need you okay. to stay with me on this, okay? Excellent. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, now, at, at, you know how like like uh, sometimes they say like you know you ever look up at the moon and wonder if your long lost lover or or someone special is looking up at that same big wide moon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, ever, you ever about Familiar to blow your load and think, I wonder who else is jacking off right now is going to come <laughs> with me? <laughs> you ever think like like your <laughs> orgasm matches? It has to, right? With somebody yeah. like on the well, planet, well, like you, but yeah, at like, the same time, the goo comes out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like you, you have no come in finish. unison. You, you have come in unison with a celebrity at some point, probably. Yeah. A, a porn star, which like, which makes me think, like, what if, what if we did like a weird like Ryan Reynolds body swap movie where like, oh no, where I, where I just, or like the reason I, I switch bodies with him is I just come at the same time as him. Yeah, you both come and get struck by lightning at the same yeah. time, <laughs> and it makes the orgasm incredible. Yeah, yeah. The question David, David Carradine wish he got that one, right? Do, do you have to do it Freaky Friday style where like you're sad jerking off because right at the end you're like, I wish I was someone else and then no. you splat. No, and then- no, no, but but that makes it better though. Uh, <laughs> uh, sad oh, comes are the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a winner. And that, well, like that, I mean, that, that would be a total winner because that movie just end with me and Ryan Reynolds stroking out the same room together. <laughs> it's like, all right, we got we to switch back. This has been fun, but look me in the eyes. Let's do this. <laughs> well, you'd be Ryan Reynolds, so you'd have to come to yourself jerking off, which oh, true. personally, that would be really hard for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, historically, oh, the man. point of body swaps in any circumstance is to learn how to love yourself. Okay. So, I mean, quite literally. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. love yourself, yeah. I, and then you're gonna come all over yourself. <laughs> the only, I don't know if that's part. Way, of it. I don't know if that's part of the stipulation. The only, yeah, well, no, I was actually back. Say, you have to come in each other's chests. I think. <laughs> I was gonna say the only way I could jerk off looking at myself as, let's say, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> random name, totally pulled it out of the air. Yeah, I haven't yeah, planned yeah, it. Before, no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is if I left his spunk on me and I'm like oh Chris Hemsworth 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This and is then you have to rub your cummy <laughs> chests together, and that's what got, causes the. This was going to be an elevator pitch for my body swap movie, and it just turned <laughs> into the weirdest thing. It just turned gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it turned into We're all hungover. Give we, us a break. All right. Give us a little pass. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's we, we, we had the second uh, cynical nerd personal encounter yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite, quite no, is, an arousing occasion. Was it was it the first annual bully barbecue, or was it the second annual positive masculinity barbecue? Uh, I feel like it was second annual PMBBQ and first uh, the inaugural <laughs> bully barbecue. Mm. Okay, PMBBQ. Can we give the 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 get together itself? A name like you would hear in Game of Thrones. It's like the second annual oh, okay, yeah. PMBBQ, yeah, the first I, annual like, like, Bully Barbecue. But it every year, like, it's something it like, new. Like, it has to be like the Red Wedding level of, of epic, though, right? We have to like name it yeah. something like. I just feel like every year it has to be something new, but you have to say the previous names too. And so, like <laughs> after like fifteen years, it's just like takes twenty five minutes to get this fucking name out. Uh, Derek, Derek rolls up and so, someone blows a trumpet to announce, and then yeah. he just starts reading Ooh. off the sheet. <laughs> but you have to use like all the, all the abbreviations, like all twenty five of them that we all have memorized, but other people don't know what the fuck's going on. The second annual PMBBQ. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't read it off. I'd have like a little just clown jester that's like fourteen years old read it off for me. Well, I mean, that's by the by the time we're by the time we're hitting like year seventeen, eighteen. Maybe Odin's going to be like 14, 15 years old. It's true. Did you just call my son a clown jester? <laughs> no, no, no. But you said you could have a little guy read it off. I'm like, well, you, you, you have a son. You can be like, you can have him announce it's your true. arrival. He it's can step true. out of the fucking, yeah. You know. That's okay. I mean, if you don't want Odin to do it, I'll make Grayson the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing a little 14 year old Odin stepping out of your town and country van, your minivan, <laughs> dressed head to toe in the flyest jester outfit i've ever seen like oh fucking, yeah like, like toe bells and everything yeah 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 but but it looks like someone macrameed it you know what i mean like it's just like <laughs> i posit this question if derek's uh got a 17 year old son and he's driving around in like a minivan like a town and country how many bags of topsoil from home depot do you think he's rocking in the <laughs> trunk of that bad boy we talking very 45 pounds question. yeah it's very that's incredibly <laughs> susp- yeah we were actually talking about getting a minivan just earlier today, so this might become a reality. I don't know. It <laughs> remains to be seen. Yeah. Either way, it was good to see you boys yesterday. It was a good time. Um, it's good to be back. It's been two weeks. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. We had stuff going. You know, we had uh, last, well, sorry, two weeks ago. It was the 4th of July weekend. We all kind of had stuff going on. I think Derek was actually gone most of the weekend, and it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. Uh, and then last weekend, my poor wife got demolished by her job. Uh, luckily, they're paying her for it, but it still feels like she got kind of just bum rushed. Um, having to work late all weekend, it, it, it fucked us out of two nights we tried to record last mm-hmm. week in a row. Uh, it's just been a, it's been a rough you know time, but but the fire burns. We've all been very anxious to get back. Um, and I you know I, there there were a couple jokes that I almost had crying about earlier. So that's that's good enough for me. I'm just gonna throw down into the welcome 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 oh. to the cynical nerd episode 36 no hang on hang on hang and on we missed two weeks so i feel like you need to do nine so you have to do five <laughs> how does was how's yeah. the math how's the math flub out on that one uh three for each like, well two for each week we missed and then three for uh, it's all right Let, let's let's move on <laughs> <laughs> i was trying i was like yeah go ahead no put it together no no, no but, but if you did if you did your normal welcome 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 right 
you know, that would be that would be three per week, which means you would owe us nine. And I would like them all in sequential order, in in in, in the order where they belong. Chris, holding hands, skipping merrily. Oh, okay. I would take uh, them even at random. Yeah, yeah. Throughout throughout the, the episode, throughout the episode, episode, the random yeah. intervals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you okay, have five so, to so go. The, so the okay. I was gonna say does four count? Yeah. Okay. All right, that's good. Um, and I the one the one benefit to being as late as we are and getting back in the game is that I got finally caught up on all the video podcast episodes. They are all uh, done and up on YouTube. We are caught up to modern day again. Let's hope we don't have another interrupted video stream because it's always what fucks me up. Um, but we have a lot to talk about today. Obviously, being gone, uh, Loki has wrapped. So we have the Loki series to talk about. I don't think it's a secret, and I'm going to bust a nut a little mini nut right now and just say, I'm pretty sure we all liked it. I'm not hundred percent sure how much Derek liked it, but I'm pretty sure we all thought it was at least pretty good. I am not surprisingly on the really, really fucking liked it. Uh, but we have a little bit of week in review, not a ton. Then we have uh, four or five trailers to talk about. One of them doesn't really count. It's kind of a knockoff of the other thing. There's a Witcher season two trailer, and there's an anime uh, prequel movie coming to Netflix that I didn't know was happening, and I'm cool. Uh, I'm, I'm cool. I don't know. You're I'm, cool. I'm going to say I'm excited, cool. equally excited about that. <laughs> uh, and then we have, my God, if you'll if you'll indulge us from episode 35, we talked about the Halloween, uh, Halloween Kills trailer, and that spurred uh, Derek and I go, to go back and watch the 2018 one. We're talk about that. We're going to talk about the Fear Street trilogy. Uh, <laughs> the first episode of Resident Evil Infinite Dark, I almost forgot that we have to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to blow my whole load on that one. Like, that entire series. It literally <laughs> is just four episodes. It's a movie. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, it's, it's a movie that they split into, oh, like, four 25-minute 20, episodes. It's so oh, okay. bad. Well, you, you blow your whole. I can only blow partial load because I, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. Do well, if, if you that, think if you think coming while watching yourself as Chris Hemsworth is hard, coming while watching <laughs> Resident Evil: Infinite Darkness is ten times harder. Oh, Try though. I couldn't even. I couldn't even get like a little a little poot out, man. There was nothing in there. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. Not even one little poot. Not not poot. Not two two little tiddly weeks have come. <laughs> Uh, then we have Gaia, which we talked about. Uh, Rick and Morty. I'm not sure if we're all caught up on the latest episode, but we'll talk about where it's at right now because I did have some thoughts on the current one. And then, of course, we're going to save the Loki finale for last. But we're going to dive right into it uh, before I do. Derek, how how are you, my friend? I, uh, I'm i great. Thank you for asking. Uh, like I said, I got a case of the Rhea uh, just from all the food and <laughs> the, uh, the Schmeg McFucking this morning. But um, beyond, I mean, that's like every time you ask me how I'm doing. Shit has something to do with it, right? Just Bernie poops, yeah. just stingray, just just coming out, constant, 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 hot mud falling out of me, pouring out. No, it just never ends. But I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'm excited yeah, to talk no about worries. things. If if, uh, if there is was has there ever been a Resident Evil annihilation a thing? Yeah, that was almost that was their, certainly. That, that was that. I feel like it was. Yeah, I feel like that was that was their sequel. Uh, right? Is that one of the Mia, Mia Jovovich? Uh, yeah. That means the the acronym for that is Rhea. So that's what uh, Derek <laughs> has come down with right now. <laughs> Real bad case of the Resident Evil Annihilation, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you probably <laughs> don't unless you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening Scott, right now, you definitely know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but right, right now though. Yeah, uh, Scott, how how are you doing today? How how you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm still drunk from last night. I'm not gonna lie. Sick. It was, yeah, living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Living the I woke dream. I woke up and immediately started finishing my my two white claws I have open in front of me. Uh, you you inspired me last week, Chris. I've been playing through Silent Hill two, and uh, it is just 
And it's just a joy. Mm. I yeah. I can't do that as well as you do. Can you do it for me? Can, you, can, you get, can I get one? It's, 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 I'm, I'm giggling now. I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> I'm, I'm going to chuckle house. I'll take like, a giggly one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Silent Hill 2. Uh, ju- ju- just a joy. Yep. Oh, God. That's so good. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Uh, it, 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 re- it really is, though. But one thing that's got me all fucked up is, you know, we talked about those back nasty nurses on, on the previous episode. Once, right, you, right, once right. you go to the hospital in Silent Hill 2, the entire town is overrun with nurses. Like, like you don't see anything but nurses anywhere you go. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up, man. I don't. I don't I this. <laughs> it's got me. It's got me a little fucked up. Like I'm in a boathouse and there's there's nurses here. I'm in, I'm in a public park and there's nurses. Like they're probably oh, wow. just walking home from their, their their third shift, right? And I'm just beating them to death with a crowbar. I don't feel okay about it. <laughs> is this why the rest of America is suffering like a nurse shortage nationwide because they all died in Silent Hill 2 from uh, Scott's crowbar uh, no, I think it's because they're underpaid underappreciated and we just got through a, uh, an absolutely detrimental pandemic <laughs> yeah they didn't even give them time for bathroom breaks apparently because they were just, yeah. just leaving them right in the undies yeah <laughs> yeah nurses are treated almost as bad as Amazon workers in this country we're being honest and both of them have to shit themselves so <laughs> Both yeah, of them don't the get bathroom breaks. Yeah, sorry, no jokes here, guys. This is just social commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we just got real, real. Um, okay, so we're going to jump into Weekend Review. Uh, the, I'm doing good, though. Review- I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally didn't realize you the answer. No, no. <laughs> also, I have to applaud you. I've never done the wake up and finish a drink before. I can't even fathom... Oh, to it's, me, the, it's like, the only way to go when you have not jack shit to do. Like today, you know, the hardest thing I'm doing today is ordering a pizza on this podcast. Oh, oh that's sick. a great day. Oh, yeah, good for sick. you. Yeah, yeah. I have to go have a weird, sad dinner. Uh, sorry, personal note on the uh, on the podcast. My my brother in law and sister are moving to Texas with pretty short notice. I mean, we knew they were looking at houses, but then they found one and they were like, "We're going next." I week. thought your brother. So, I thought your brother in law was had passed on, Chris. Yeah, we, we literally talked about this in the last episode. We can never talk about him as if he's I mean, alive the, the, ever again. He's canonically, I'm sorry, but we agreed that he's canonically no longer with us. Like, personally, I'm interested in this story, but for the podcast, yeah, yeah. you have to stop. You can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so, your sister, so your sister-in-law is moving to Texas. <laughs> yeah, with my four nephews. Okay. That, that's, what, that's what I have to do today after we get done. But, um... We have some quick week in review. Honestly, there's only one thing I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, I think that's, that's all we need to talk about, to be honest, right? That, that's the SD. That's the SD. That big baby. old SD. Mm-hmm. SD that big SDs. old sucking dick. Wait, no. Mm-hmm. Is that what you got? Hang on. I thought, I thought you were talking about scooter dick. I was like, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, and hilarious. I'm a single man. I got I, I to gotta find, <laughs> find a mate for life now. Holding, you your, holding your adorable son yesterday, by the way, and, and, and seeing everyone's kids around being like, for the most part, for the most part, everyone's children were absolutely wonderful, and I'm just like, <laughs> I might, I might end up being leave it in gang. Oh, I just gotta find the, I just gotta, gotta find it. the one. Yeah, I gotta, well, I gotta find the right now, right? Yeah. Once yeah. you get the kid, you can ditch the chick. Like you don't, right? You got what you needed. You're good. I, I, I could stints in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just gotta make sure I'm not Charlie Sheen in it, right? Because that guy, yeah, that guy yeah. had HIV. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the HIV. Yeah. Do you think he had the <laughs> the precursor phase and full blown AIDS like Derek, much like Derek did before from the uh, past right, episode? Right, we have that. In yeah, common. I feel like he one hundred percent has full blown AIDS, but I feel like Derek bounces back so quickly. <laughs> Derek bounces back so quickly. That I think I think it was just a scare. Like it was like, oh, just is, you know, it, uh, right? No, okay, no, okay. It was his light. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hip light sounds like a variation of crystal light. Like, I'm can gonna you imagine wait, if you had HIV for years and you go see your fucking immunologist? He's like, I'm sorry to say this, but you've got the full blownsies. <laughs> it's progressed into the full blownsies. <laughs> I don't you know, think we can. Can you imagine if, if diarrhea was a side effect of like any kind of serious terminal illness? Like how many times you you go to the doctor? You know what I mean? Like every like. If the fallout of eating Taco Bell is you have to question your own mortality every single time. <laughs> uh, depends on what new special item they have out right yeah, now. Yeah, because yeah, the base menu is embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, those, steak, those Supreme Steak Chalupas are pretty good, guys. And they brought back a lot of the, the potato products. We were all annoyed that they got rid of. So. I never. I, I don't fuck with potatoes there. I'm sorry. I appreciate that. I've never once. Like, when they, they got rid of potatoes, I'm like, well, good. They're fucking... They're supposed to be a shitty Mexican restaurant, not like yeah. <laughs> not a shitty diner that does everything poorly. Can we all agree that all diners do everything poorly, though? Diners suck. I'd rather go to a Denny's than any no, diner. No, ever, I don't agree ever. with that. Most diners, oh, like the God. shittiest looking diner has the best scrambled eggs, the best scrambled eggs. The right, shittier maybe the diner, that. Maybe the maybe better that. the scrambos. I'll, I'll give you that. But I, I've never once had a 12 or 14 or 15 dollar burger at a goddamn diner. Oh, that no, was never. Worth, yeah. Or or a stack of pancakes for like. Like sixteen ninety nine. You're like, what the fuck is going like, on? Are you guys struggling? Like, what's yeah, that? yeah. It's supposed to be cheap. I'd like to imagine that when uh, Rambo goes to eat at a diner and orders scrambled eggs, he calls them scrambos. Yeah, give me the so. scrambos. <laughs> and they're like, what? Can you clarify? That's head, head cannon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scrambos. And could you put some cheddar cheese on them for me? <laughs> um, all right. So I'm gonna. So the first article I'm mentioning, and we can give thoughts if you want. We don't have to. Right. They're. they're so we know that there is a Death Stranding director's cut coming out, which Derek is very excited about. Yeah. I don't if I, I thought that the whole point of Kojima having his own company was that he could do whatever he wanted <laughs> and therefore would not need a director's cut. But in true Kojima fashion, there's a director's cut of that game coming out. I, I don't know. I might go back to it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. The ge- It was a game. It, it, it is. It features. It certainly was. It was just, it was just so strange. I don't know. Ultimate fetch quest. I couldn't. I, I had a hard time getting into it. Uh, however, this news was about Ghost of Tsushima also having a director's cut. And what's interesting is they announced it for the PS5, so it's basically like a remastered, right? Like the, yeah. they would go Last of Us, and then we're gonna re release it on PS4 when that came out, like a couple months in, and they they yeah. upped the graphics and stuff. But not only are they doing that, they're adding an entire new island to explore. Hmm. Uh, in the game, and there's some some cut content in there as well, like cut quests and stuff like that. I my the entirety of my thoughts. This is why this article is so quick about that game. Are I had fun when I played it. Uh, it didn't keep my attention long enough to finish it. Like the combat was fun. The way that the combat was built around needing different stances to defeat different enemy types made it feel fun and fluid. The combat felt uh. Heavy? It, uh, if that's the right word, it felt um, tactful. Like it felt really good when you stab somebody. It felt like you really like ran your fucking samurai sword through them. Uh, but it was it was fun. But it was basically Assassin's Creed as a ninja. I I don't know. It was uh, fun, but I I just it didn't you know it didn't. There's only so many towers I can climb and guys I can creep around in the reeds and stab in the back uh, before it just becomes kind of rote. 
and uh, old. So you know, I don't know. I'm it was a beautiful fucking game. That yeah. game definitely suffers from Far Cry syndrome, right? Where there's just so much, yeah. to do too much to do, and yeah. you just get overwhelmed. Yeah, that's... yeah, and, and like hearing that they're adding more content, like I'm ten times less likely to play this now because yeah. I know I'm never gonna fucking finish it. I'm never gonna see the end of the story because I'm gonna get sidetracked every time I pick it up until I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I actually like the in in the base game. There's th- first of all, before we get too far away from it, something that's cool because you had mentioned it. This is my one factoid about this game, and there's like a couple other games that do it. That uh, God of War Four is the only one I can think of. But anyway, um, the reason that when you get a kill in that game, it feels so like mm, like you just stabbed someone or you cut them through the shoulder or whatever. There's an intentional frame rate drop uh, whenever you get a killing blow, so it has this sort of pop feature to it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I would never think that like intentionally dropping frame rates would work, but, uh, apparently it does. God of War 4 is another one that did that. But anyway, um, yeah, I did, there's three islands or three territories in the first one. I did like 80% of the first one and I was like, I want to do everything before I go to the second one. I eventually was like, this is, this is overwhelming. I'm just going to go to the second one. And then I got there and it's even more densely like. Yeah, Which, and that's when I was like, no, like this is a good game. Like I'm not shitting on the game. It's very well made. It's fucking beautiful. But I just don't have time. Like I had put 25 hours into it at this point. I'm like, and there's another area after this one. No, that's so larger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I after the first island, and I got about 80 percent, and I also did the same thing. I said, fuck it, it's time to go to the next one. I expected a smaller second island. Yeah, that was going to be more manageable because the first one felt crazy big already. And then it was even fucking bigger. And I'm like, nah, bro, we're not Assassin's Creeding this. I don't want more and more and more and more. Yeah. Um, I, the world was very interesting. I, I really did love it. I liked the story it was telling uh, so far in, you know, where they're, he's kind of bastardizing the samurai way and his, yeah. his ancestors are not cool with it. But like he has to to save his home country. I don't know. Um, I might revisit it at some point if I have the yeah. hankering for an open world game. Because that's one of the ones near the top of my list. It just felt really well done, but I, I don't know. I'm gonna move on. Uh, if if yeah. I may, if I may, Chris, we we do have a oh, few. You, you we, may. We, we do have a few little things uh, that have popped up over the last two weeks. It's been a while since we've done a podcast. I know this is completely breaking format here, but if if, if you don't mind, I like to I like to list a few little things here and just and just get your overall your your quick first first gut shot reaction to them. If I may, sure, sure. Uh, you are you are welcome, welcome, welcome oh, to do God. that, and oh, I will damn. listen to. Oh, uh, <laughs> but but now you won't, now you have an, a weird number left, don't you? Yeah, you, you gotta. Have two that's left. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna sneak them in. But go All ahead. Right. Uh, so th- there's been a there's been a leak of uh, of t- of uh, toys like merchandise for Spider-Man No Way Home, and we got a look at oh, a new right. suit that looks like it has a mix of Doctor Strange mystical nonsense uh, with kind of a uh, a As Spider-Man Noir look. Books. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's thoughts weird. I imagine that's going to be the suit he has to wear. Like it's like the worst kept secret in Hollywood right now that like there's going to be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. There's going to be uh Jimmy Fox Electro, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, and it's going to be a multiverse Spider-Man film. And obviously, we know that now with basic certainty because of uh Loki's series finale. But we already knew it. Alfred Molina has talked on record to somebody and he he wasn't supposed to yeah. about being Doc Ock again and how he was like, but it's fine. I'm even though I'm older because they CGI the claws and they do all the work. And, and then he was like, oops, I wasn't supposed to say that. Well you fucked up. Um yeah. 
So I, I think that suit is going to be the one he has to wear to travel through the multiverse for some reason. Because it had like, if you look real close, there's like literally runes in between the webbing separation on it. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be something where like that's the suit he has to wear to travel around to whatever fucking thing they're doing. I don't know. Derek? It looks, you, so, it looks you, bad. Do I, do I don't any, like the suit. Do you have any thoughts besides Poo Poo Lala? No. Poo Poo Lala kind of sums it up. I mean, it's, okay. you know, I, it took me a minute to find it because I kind of forgot what it looked like. I just remembered that I thought that it looked like it sucked. Yeah. Um, and now I'm looking at it again and uh, it sucks. And that's kind of the extent of what I have to say. I feel like Chris <laughs> nailed it. Sucks. I feel, like I've, I feel like I've asked you this before. We've all said that we think No Way Home could be a, a big shit show, but you really love baby boy Toby. And he's going to be, how do you feel about that? I how do you reconcile those things? I'm going to save. There's two wolves in Derek at any moment. <laughs> and both of them are coming on Toby Maguire. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, take it, Toby. <laughs> take it, Toby. Oh, oh, sea biscuit. Ah! You know, there's probably fan fiction of that in Nick's furry discord somewhere. Oh, gross. <laughs> I, um, I'm actually, I have some shit to tie in with my Loki uh, when we talk okay, about that. Okay. So I'm going to save okay. it for that. I just want to I just want to do a quick little double header of, of stuff in the MCU that looks yeah, terrible. Yeah, me, Daddy. Have we we all saw that 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 uh, Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi, Korg, yeah. and Deadpool? Yeah, little. I little saw couch twenty call. seconds of it before I turned it off. Sure. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm afraid yeah. for the future of the MCU, and I, I feel bad for Ryan Reynolds, but but also like. Free guy, right? Like we we all agree, it looks like dumb fun. It looks like Grand Theft Auto as a movie, and that's yeah. fine. That's I'm okay with that. But why the fuck would why why the fuck would they tie their Disney property and Deadpool? Why would that be? Why would this be how they're gonna fucking give us a t a taste of him? Right? Like why? I don't why know. would I don't why, know. This seems like the worst the worst misused most misused promo uh, in in the history of the MCU. Wait, yeah, that was uh, that was not real though, right? That was like a fan made thing that got. No, that was official was it really why did it look so bad then i'm pretty sure it was i mean it was their. it was 100 percent really their voices right yeah oh, all right okay i guess maybe i should uh, give it the two so here, deserves, here's then. the thing eternal optimistic host here this this video is bad i don't like it mm -hmm. uh it's stupid however my hope is not completely lost for deadpool's place in the mcu i'm look i'm sure it will be dashed eventually into the fucking ground but for now we have uh earlier on when they decided they, they were moving forward with deadpool in the mcu uh kevin feige did say they were going to leave that property r-rated now obviously the best part about putting a character like deadpool in the mcu is all the characters we know already established that he would get to interact with yeah. none of those are rated r so how does that work does Disney allow them in his movie to make those jokes? He's uh, are they going to put him in the the other movies and bleep it because that's where you would ruin it for me? Is if you censor him because you want to put him with all the other ones but you want to keep it PG thirteen? Yeah. So it's it's very fragile, tenuous ground they would have to walk to do it properly. They're probably going to fuck it up. But yeah. seeing him with Korg, I loved Korg from from Thor Ragnarok. So I was like, oh shit, this. That's funny. And then I watched the video and I was like, oh, this is terrible. I don't like any part of this. So, you know, I feel like it would bag be, of shit. I feel like it would be compartmentalized. Like if he shows up in yeah. an Avengers movie or whatever, uh, he, he would be a little more tame. But then it would kind of be funny to do a gag where like Thor <laughs> shows up in a Deadpool movie and like it's hit and screams out fuck or something. And 
Deadpool's like, oh, he can say that here, you know, something like <laughs> yeah. that would, I don't yeah. know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see how they do it. Yeah. Um, was that was that was that the two surprises you wanted to to, to come out with? I, I, mean, I just wanted to make sure we, we you know we uh, we hadn't we haven't talked about anything MC related in in breaks. Right. Yeah, we got a lot today. And listeners, we don't talk to each other, the three of us, in, unless yeah. we're recording. We don't talk ever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yesterday the party until, was really awkward. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of things I, mean, I wanted to say. I missed these guys, but just had to ignore them. Mm-hmm. So, well, also, also it, it was hard. It, it would have been impossible for us to talk to each other with Nick telling so many stories. <laughs> it was hard to find a, an opportunity to get in there. Dude, Nick held my son for like an hour, like, and he was chilling, dude. And I'm like, are yeah. you good? He's like, I'm all right. I got him. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. just cradling that motherfucker. Boom. Mm-hmm. One arm. He's, he's got big daddy, big daddy energy. He man. does, dude. He's, he was like eating yeah. tacos over him, not spilling a drop <laughs> on him. I was like, damn, dude, I got some shit to learn from Nick. <laughs> gotta start listening to these stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's the secret. You gotta, you have to you have to find the willpower to sit through the stories, right. and then you'll be yeah. granted the the BDE. Well, the thing is, if you if you listen to one of Nick's stories without without zoning out from start to finish. You then get the, a, a fraction of his of his wisdom, his fatherly right. wisdom, and then you get to pass the stories on to other people. Right? It's kind of right. like it's kind of like when you make a tape in the ring, you know. But uh, <laughs> but when you when you tell a story and and you're and you met like if, if if Nick told you a story and you paid attention the whole time and then you told me the story and, and I was like enthralled and couldn't look away and I, I paid attention to the whole story, your power would then double or triple. Right? Like, it just it. Right. 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 It's, it like, it's, like, it's like it's yeah. It's like a compa- like a compounding uh, experience system. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, okay, I'm so I, I had three here. We can review. I'm skipping the second one if you guys see the title because I'm going to talk about that mm-hmm. very very briefly when we talk about Black Widow. Sure. Uh, because it ties right in. Yeah. Steam Deck is up, boys. We this announcement came out last week, um, and it kind of caught us by surprise. Welcome, now, welcome. Both of them. Oh no, you thief in the night. Uh, we. <laughs> Kind of caught us by surprise, right? Like none of us knew this was coming out, and then bam, we have a Steam Deck, which at first glance looks very similar to a Switch or like a handheld console. Uh, come to find out, yeah, it's kind of got a lot going for it, and I'm kind of really on board. So it's the Steam Deck, the base model. There's three different models. Hardware performance is completely the same across all three. The difference is storage size. So the base model is four hundred dollarinos. Um, but here's the cool thing. The Steam Deck runs SteamOS and can play anything in your Steam library. Anything that's there. They, they were showing it play Control, which is a very gorgeous game on high settings. Before I got my 3080, my computer could not play it on Ultra on PC. Um, and they showed it playing a couple other things, but it's just a computer. And I watched the breakdown video that Derek showed. It, it runs SteamOS, but it's, it's a Linux base, so you, you can actually plug the fucking thing into a USB-C cable and to a monitor and keyboard and it's a computer like you can open a browser you can do whatever you want it's really powerful yeah and i'm fucking am super about it i was kind of on the fence early on because steam has a really uh floppy history on hardware in general like the steam link and the steam controllers with the giant circle touchpads it kind of didn't really work that well um but i'm i'm hogging up all the limelight derek how did you feel about the steam deck uh, initially, I thought, well, that's cool for some people, but it's not for me. Like, it, again, it's just your mind goes right, right to the right. switch, and I go, well, I already have a switch. Um, 
I'm not really into and then you and stuff. then you think fuck Nintendo and then I th- but really that's a part of it though is like all right but <laughs> I want to fucking hurt them in any way that I possibly can um but honestly it's yeah it's it's a portable computer um once I had watched that breakdown video um about its capabilities which it seems like you know it's like a it's like a mid-range PC like it's nothing impressive like the graphics aren't going to yeah. be like wow or anything but um, for but the it, price point, right? Like for the price point, exactly. Huh. But uh, uh, you can hook it up to a monitor with a a, a keyboard and, and mouse if you want. Like uh, so, if you or, or a TV, they have like a deck, kind of like how the Switch has. So if you just bring it with you when you're on some boring family vacation, when everybody's asleep, exactly. you can plug it into the TV with your keyboard and mouse. You're essentially playing, uh, you know, PC games. They're actually talking about doing uh, suspended cloud saves where you can actually. Suspend your game on your PC, like your powerful home PC, and then just like leave your house and go wherever you're going and like resume from where you left off on your Steam Deck. That's they're still working yeah. on. That's not hasn't been promised, yeah. but cloud saves are still that's been confirmed. So your save will still be there between right. when you, you have play to save games. and quit. Yeah, you can't just suspend. No, I, I, I thought and I'm glad you brought that up and I didn't mention every feature in my my first uh, vomit of the mouth. <laughs> diarrhea of the of the mouth uh because that's the feature Can that makes diarrhea it, butt vomits vomit of the butt butt vomies yeah. butt vomies <laughs> yeah i like butt vomits <laughs> uh that's the feature that i went oh shit like that's to me i it's kind of a hyperbolic uh statement or, but it's kind of like the switch killer for me because this this switch has the dock and i can put it down and play a game with the controller but this is the equivalent of that for me. So I, I'm on my computer, right? This is the where I play 99% of the video games that I play. And you're telling me that anything I play through Steam, I can save and quit. If I have it installed on the Steam Deck and I leave to go on vacation, I log back in and I pick up right where my fucking save left off and I get to yeah. keep going. And that's that's incredible. That's the kind of thing that sells that to me is that kind of like we're trying to make your gaming experience more rich with this yeah. device. And, the, and, and even for like... Like, all right, I prefer keyboard and mouse for stuff. So, like, that was another thing right. that initially was like, ah, well, there's the joysticks. And apparently, now, I never trust the word of one person. Um, and so I just saw that review. Uh, but he did say that those track, the trackpad technology they have beneath the, the thumbsticks takes a little bit of getting used to. But once you do, it kind of feels like you're playing with the mouse. So I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm going to wait till this comes out and see what people are saying about it. This is not something but, I'm going to pre-order or get day one right, or something. Right. Uh, but, and but the storage again, the, issues are, are, to me, my biggest concern. It's like the one that's 400 is does not have a lot of space. And games are big now. now. So yeah. the one that makes the most sense, the biggest one is like half a terabyte, which still really isn't that much. And that's like $700. So it's like, all right. 650. Do what? Oh, is it 650? But it's yeah. like, do I want to drop 650? So that's what I mean. I have to see what people say when it comes out. But it, I, preliminarily... It looks fucking awesome. It looks really cool. It seems interesting. Here's the thing. If you had to, if you were going to buy like a, a travel, like a gaming laptop to travel as an accessory and you had to choose between the gaming laptop and a 650 Steam Deck, I'm going with the Steam yeah, Deck. There's yeah. no, there's no question. Yeah. Scott, how'd you feel about it? How, how you liking it or how you disliking it? Uh, I mean, I'm excited. Like I, I'm going to, I'm going to just, you know, uh, preface this by saying I'm going to use this opportunity just to talk relentless shit on Nintendo. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I don't know if I've said this in so many words on the podcast before, but I work, I do freelance work, which means during any shift, I could have 20 minutes, 30 minutes here or there where I'm sitting around just fucking around waiting, waiting for my next bonus streak or my next, my next job to pop up. And 
It's got some male prostitute, if you're wondering. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's, sometimes it's lonely at, at ye old glory hole, boys. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you only get one knock per night, you know? Sometimes the well <laughs> runneth dry. <laughs> uh, but... But I, I, I find like I have my switch, and I find myself being like, should I bring it? No, you know what I mean, like, like I'd rather, I'd rather like listen to a podcast or stare off into space for twenty minutes than play ninety yeah. percent of what I have on Switch already. And there's not enough shit on Switch that I can justify spending that sixty dollars price point on every. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for, for something like this, where I can literally hop into anything, I have, I have so many, uh, you know, Metroidvania and roguelite games that I have on my Steam library that I'm never gonna sit down and play live for stream. But I can always hop on them in the car for twenty minutes, thirty minutes here or there, right. and it's it's. I think this is an incredible push, not only for for uh, PC gaming overall, but especially for small indie developers. <clears throat> you know, because a lot of people have those games. Like when people sit down on their on their fucking three thousand, four thousand dollar rigs, they might not, they might not be playing in most or carrying right. But those mm-hmm. games are fucking phenomenal, and they're perfect for uh, a mobile handheld experience. And I think this will be the first time any of those games have had the opportunity to be on a mobile platform. Dude, that's so, actually a fucking excellent point. I had I hadn't even considered that. I do have these indie games in my Steam library that I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I spent all this money on my PC. Do I really want to play something that I could have played right. on a PC from ten years ago? And it's kind of right. like that might get me to actually put yeah. more time in. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, because there's so like there's I mean there's so many incredible like I, I don't know what you call, like what you call them like they're we call them indie or retro games, retro style, but it's it's the, that old 32-bit style. Yeah. And there's so many games that are utilizing that in beautiful ways now where it still looks, like, incredible and vibrant. Like, it makes Donkey Kong Country look like someone shit on a fucking spin art machine, right? <laughs> uh, like, some of these games are so gorgeous. But butt it's just, bombs. It's, yeah, butt bombs. But it's also just, like, it's, it's yeah, it, it's, it's all right, well, I'm on my PC. All my friends saw me log into Steam. I'm going to play one of the same five games I always play with everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I'm gonna play some AAA title that I've been I've been wanting to to get through. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a really good point. Something like um, something like Enter the Gungeon, which I yeah. liked a lot, and I haven't played a lot of because I every time I get on, I'm like, do I want to? I this feels like one of those I play for 20 minutes to hit save and turn it off. It feels like a handheld thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I totally agree with that. I also would like to bring this opportunity to shit on Nintendo further to say that um, I I wasn't gonna spend a lot of time on this this week, but I went back and played. Breath of the Wild, and not only did I go back and play it, I beat it. I finished it, um, and I had my head return thoughts to to say, and I can sum it all up. I won't waste a bunch of time by saying that ultimately it turns out to be a pretty good Zelda game. Unfortunately, I think, and this might just be a personal opinion, that the first couple hours of gameplay of that game are marred by issues, and it's they're weird issues that I haven't seen in other, in other Zelda games. And they, they literally—it's like you have to push through them. Like I actually was like physically, frust- like visibly physically frustrated when I was playing on Steam beca- stream because there's a couple things early on they just don't tell you how to do. But it, like I don't know, I, I went through a whole roster of weapons trying to kill a guardian. Like the first one you find that they put right in your path where you have to go, and I think, oh, I have to kill this thing. They're teaching me how to kill this thing. They don't tell you the entire fight that you can deflect the fucking laser from him if you're Just good enough with the deflect, <laughs> and it, it fucking kills. I wasted every weapon in my fucking inventory, and I was aggravated. I was so pissed off. I was so annoyed. I, I beat it. It took every weapon I fucking had and some bombs on top of it, I think. Um, stuff like that. It, it makes for a poor intro to the game. But 
once I got through it, and and no, I did not 100% it because there's no fucking way I'm looking for seeds. I did not get all the shrines, but I got the Master Sword. I did all the Divine Beasts. I got this. I did a pretty decent number. Of sh- if I saw a shrine, I would just go over and do it. I didn't like go out searching for every How single one. How did the motion did- control ones work on Shmemulation? Oh, I found us the sneaky deakiest way to do it, which is that there is an app on your phone that you can download that uses your phone's accelerometer as the gamepad. So there's an app I downloaded on here, oh, and shit. it runs a server wow. on your computer, and Look at this when you open up, yeah, I, right. I opened up C, I opened up Simu, and when you open up Simu, you can tell it what to use for motion controls. So literally in the in the room, I was just doing this with fucking. That's and it really that's incredible. Really, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it worked. It worked really <laughs> well. Shit. And I was, and it didn't take that much setup either. It was not that hard. You know how I always did those puzzles with the ball in the maze that you had to like do this. I literally just got the ball to one end, and then I would just go. And it would just fucking throw it out <laughs> into the thing. And it works. It 100% works. So the the first shrine that I encountered motion controls, I looked it up and there was kind of a like a cheap way to get around it. You could like jump on the fence a certain way and run into the you weren't supposed to be able to do it that way. And I could do, I cheated it. But the second one, not passable without motion controls. That's why I had to figure out the solution. But the whole point of this was to say that ultimately I did enjoy the game. I thought it was worth playing. And if, if you like Zelda games, you should really tough out the first couple hours and give it a, a legit shot. What do you think of that last? What do you think of that last boss fight? It was pretty good, but I, I have to tell you, I think you hyped it up a little too much for me. Really? Because while, while it was fun, it was just a collection of abilities from other fights throughout the game. Besides the very last whole hog section where you, yeah. you ride around the horse, which was very fun. The yeah. rest of the fight, I was just like, okay, well, this is a guardian fight mixed with crazy about the whole hog, but I liked the uh, calamity Ganon fight. I just, I don't know, eh, it was okay. I didn't know that um, you could deflect laser bolts, by the way, until that fight. Oh shit! So I played oh. the whole game. Without <laughs> well, that's okay deflecting. because every other time there were guardians around, I just avoided them. Yeah. I never fought yeah. another one until calamity. Uh, the whole point of that entire conversation was to say I would buy the Steam Deck, install Simu on Linux and emulate Breath of the Wild and play through the whole thing again just to say fuck you Nintendo. Yeah, 100%. I'm playing this 100%. on another yeah. another mobile console. Yeah, and I, me, me and Derek have have well I mean we've talked about it in the group chat I think and we talked about it yesterday. I'm officially boycotting Nintendo. I'm not spending another fucking yeah, dollar on same. any of their shit ever again, I think. And that doesn't mean I won't buy from from you know second hand. I'll I'll buy used from fucking from the the fucking flea market. I'll make sure that the guy with one tooth can feed his 18 kids if I see a copy of Donkey Kong Country 3, D- Dixie's Kong, D- Dixie's, something, I don't fuck. Uh, but, but the point is, um, Dixie's we, cock, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, D- D- Dixie's fat Ooh. dick, Dixie's fat dick. Dixie's yeah. big uh, fat cock. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, we, we had an article that was in here earlier in the week that I think I removed when we were doing some cleanup at one point, but it, it was the, the man who ran the emulation site. Who yeah. I think he I think he he was I think he was charging people. He was. That's that's why they got yeah, him as, yeah. as hard as they did. But uh, fifty he he owes them fifty dollars a month for the rest of his life. Like he couldn't afford. Like they, there was a judge. It was like something like four or five million dollar judgment against him. He's paying yeah. fifty dollars a week for the rest of his life. Uh, and he he couldn't make a payment recently, so they they took him back to court over fifty yeah. the fifty dollars he owed them for that month. Yeah. So. That's what I mean. Like getting it, like it's one thing. It's not even really one thing. I think it's crazy to to bring someone to court over games that are thirty years old. But to to do that and then to win 
And then, like, you, you've made your point. You, you show that you're, like, this fucking, like, you know, entertainment mogul, and right. nobody can make money off your shit except you. And then, if he doesn't pay, you try to sue him again for not paying. It's like, you are gonna ruin this guy's fucking life. And oh, his any life's already kids destroyed, he, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If he has kids, their lives, too. Like, why? Who wins? You don't. You don't get that money. There's no way he's gonna be able to pay them the two million or whatever the fuck it was that they they got out of him there's no way his kids are going to be able to that two million it's just like it's just scumbag company shit and I, i'm with you i'm the shit that i have look i can't stop myself from playing odyssey every now and then it's one of the you, best you, already, you, already, you already paid for it man i paid for it exactly yeah, but i'm I, I really th even like metroid dread i think i'm just gonna skip it i think i just have to fucking put a bar on nintendo until they until they stop doing scummy shit and put your fucking oh. four-year-old games on sale, my god. Yeah, but also like, uh, like we do like just just fuck Nintendo, right? Fuck, yeah, fuck Nintendo. Just all around, like like how how arrogant and cocky you have to be to be like, no, we can still do Wii, we can still do Wii, Wii graphics, right? Like we don't. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> we've had this, we've had the same exact processors basically for like three generations now, but no one cares. We're Nintendo. Dude, and the new OLED and, system that has no fucking hardware improvement whatsoever. Yeah. It's just like a half inch bigger screen. Yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. We, yeah, we didn't even cover that. The, the fucking, what is it, zero point zero eight inches bigger? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it has this a This is what is point zero eight now. inches bigger ever impress anybody. Yeah, am I That's right, sweet. guys? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> <laughs> ladies, am I right, ladies? But also, like, I'm not convinced that it's really... Any bigger? It looks almost exactly the fuck. It's yeah, like, it's got to be like when a guy like tells a girl his dick is like, oh, it's like six inches, but it's like five and three quarters, right? <laughs> or maybe maybe it's five and a half, maybe it's five and one quarter, right? If it's over five, he's telling her he's telling her it's six because she's not going to measure. Right. Well, I think right. that they got lucky with with the, and I know we don't want to dedicate too much time to this, but I think they got lucky with we with having behind, uh, you know, like sort of dated hardware because it had motion control, which was a gimmick that lasted way longer than it should have. Uh, but now people are over it. They tried it with Kinect. Yeah, Wii Tennis was the fucking my jam. It was okay. it was pretty sweet. And yeah, but, all of it. But, but how fucking fast did you get bored of Wii Bowling? You always play yeah. like one match and be like, all right, let's do, all right, let's, yeah, let's do another yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that one first is like, no, no, man, rematch. You're like, I'd rather kill myself. I'd yeah, rather you walk into the street. Molly? You guys want to drop some Molly yeah. now? Yeah, I'd rather walk <laughs> in, directly into the street. or put, Maybe I'll put my head in the fucking oven. I'd rather do that um, at the Stanley party. Sue. But it's really becoming like even with uh, PlayStation and Microsoft, uh, Sony and Microsoft rather, like they're trying to kind of keep up with what PCs can do now. Like hardware is becoming the name of the game. And I don't think this like, ooh, family fun thing is going to work for Nintendo for much longer. Now, people have been yeah. saying that for fucking 15 years and they're still around. So I could very well be wrong. But I really think that now it's coming down to, well, how powerful is your system? I don't care how charming it is. I don't care about the demographic it's aimed at. If it can't play a game at, you know, more than 30 FPS and at 4K or whatever, then I don't want it. But we'll see. I think, I think the Steam Deck, we might, we might have a Nintendo killer. We might have a Switch killer on our hands here. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's my fondest hope, at least. I can only hope. That's it's just awesome that they games. released it. They announced it a week after they announced the fucking Switch OLED. They're like, "All right, we got something too." <laughs> they, 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 so they announced ballsy. it. They announced it the day that the OLED pre-orders were allowed to start, which is just oh, like really, just an, <laughs> an absolute like fuck you. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like fuck Valve too, right? Like every time I can buy something on CD keys for little cheaper guys, I one hundred percent will do that. Sure. But 
uh, the only thing I'm mad at Valve for is they didn't make sequels to some of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Whereas Nintendo has made relentless sequels that are the same fucking game, but won't give me the, the ones I loved when I was a kid, the ones I actually want to play. Won't make them readily right. available, so fuck you. Right. And and let's... Uh, I'm not saying... Can we, can we just do an entire here. episode where we just shit on Nintendo? <laughs> yes, yes, please. Next, I feel next like week. that's this <laughs> episode now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just uh, like the, the episode image is just all of us with our pants around our ankles looking back, smiling. <laughs> And, like, and you see like a giant like Nintendo logo with a big with a big ooh sad face, right? Get ready for the butt bomb. <laughs> the butt bomb. Yeah. Uh, and you know, not to not to fluff up Valve here, because like you just said, they're not they're not innocent. They've done a lot of uh, things that are not necessarily consumer friendly. Yeah. However, like not supporting they, the hardware. Right. Yeah. They've basically transitioned <laughs> from the game development studio that we wanted more things from to people who like it or hate it, have tried it's in, and, you know, swung out uh, a couple times at, at the plate, like making changes to the video game industry. Like, they tried the Steam boxes. They tried these self-contained, like, pre-built PCs. Drop this in your living room. It's basically a console. We're trying to make PC gaming more user-friendly. Like, they've keep, they keep trying to yeah. move PC gaming into the living room. And while I'm personally never going to do that, I I like the I like the forward thinking like what can we do to change the way people play games and this feels like the first one where I'm I'm not skeptical about it I'm like that little console sounds like a great idea I don't know that I'm gonna buy it but if I was ever gonna buy a portable console yeah. to play games with it's that thing yeah and no questions asked 100%. And, and I just think like you know what I've been saying is like oh we're gonna start moving more and more towards uh, you know away from consoles and more towards PC uh, gaming as an industry. I just think that this was the ballsiest move for them to be like, well, we'll meet you halfway. Like, we'll 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 come to you a little bit. It's kind of a console, but, you know, more of a just midline PC. And if you like it, then you can kind of go from there. I just think that was a cool move. Well, the thing is, it's it's also it's going to be literally uh, identical to the way Steam works on PC right now. You're going to have your entire library available to download and, and you know, un to install and uninstall at your fingertips, which means. Uh, again, it's gonna be great for indie studios and for everybody because people who maybe were more hesitant with PC gaming, like you said, they'll meet you halfway here. They're gonna get this for convenience and fuck around with it. They're gonna fall in love with something. And be like, oh well, that's I, what I'm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like why why what was I so afraid of? This isn't as complex as I thought it was gonna be because what, getting into PC gaming at first is daunting. Thank yeah. God Steam exists because back when I when I played on PC years ago before I really got into games the way I am now, it was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like, like, like we had to physically install. A it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and there was always, you'd always have like, like, I played Unreal. It would crash like eight times. I tried every yeah. time I tried to fucking play. It was a nightmare. Absolute shit show. But everything's optimized so well on Steam. Everything's regulated. Everything's, they make sure things are going to fucking work before they sell them to you. Uh, so the, there's only been a handful of times where I've gotten something that needed maybe like a post launch patch for like a, like Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver on PC or some shit like that. Or Final Fantasy 7. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I do think it's overall going to be great for the indie industry as a whole because there's more avenues for people to be to play them on. But I'm also taking money directly out of Nintendo's pocket because the games like Blasphemous, where I bought it on the Switch specifically uh -huh. because it felt like the kind of game that I could play yeah. a little bit, put down, pick it up. I would get it on the fucking Steam Deck. Yeah. There's no oh, way absolutely. I wouldn't. Yeah. So the question, listeners, you have to ask yourself, is it worth spending $400 to make sure you don't give Nintendo even 20 or $30 over the next five six years the answer is obviously yes right 
<laughs> I'm, I'm the company that thinks that the company that thinks let's make his hat talk. Fuck it, they'll love it. Doesn't deserve. I, it I did. I loved it. All right. Don't don't shit. On, you can shit on Nintendo. Don't shit on Odyssey. Great I'm gonna shit. In, I'm gonna shit in that hat. <laughs> I'm gonna do a big old, do a big old butt vom right in that hat. Dude, I'm about to lend you my Switch just so you can play the game. And just, I have a, I, I have a Switch, but but it it just sits here. Uh, I don't my, mine is yeah, me too. But my, yeah. mine is like uh, downloaded onto mine. I don't know how I could. Uh, okay. Switch is, Switch is sitting unite. Yeah. I yeah, wish I did. had mine next to me so I could do that too. <laughs> but it's yeah, dead and like it's a, been dead for like three I, months. And the thing is, like, like I have, I would love to play Smash with you guys, but I know that we we get it all set up and we would all be bored within twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Like it's just. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing they have. I don't know. Like I, I like playing Smash. <laughs> I, I, I got it. Smash is fun to me. I don't know. I mean, dude, couch co-op. That night I came over, we hung out, had a fucking blast. But mostly yeah. because I couldn't believe that We Fit Trainer was a character, and I played her all night. <laughs> so <Yeah>. stupid. It's <laughs> hilarious. All right, uh, we spent way more time on the Steam Deck than I thought we would. We are moving into the trailers. We have one, two, three, four, five trailers to talk about i have no more welcomes left so i can't use them as a segue the first trailer is i I don't know that we'll have a whole lot to say about it it's a trailer for something we've already talked about since second trailer uh the new he-man show the one that's coming out to netflix uh titled masters of the universe revelations um i i don't i mean i watched it again just to refresh my memory today and i just all the things we said about it before just rolled through my head, and I was like, well, what, what else do I have to say about this? I, I'm going to watch it when it comes out. The animation looks really good, and I really like the voice cast. The trailer is just this amalgam of different, like, action shots from various episodes and, like, not a whole lot of dialogue. There's a couple nods, I think, to the old school fans about, like, do you remember the Do you remember the thing? Do you remember how to do it? I remember when that thing uh, happened. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I there's a, a like... 22nd thing where Mark Hamill gets to really munch on that Skeletor dialogue, and I can't wait because I love Mark Hamill's voice acting. Yeah. Uh, other than that, looks fine. Coming out soon. You said you everything it that I could possibly say about it, so... I'm, yeah, I yeah. Did. when I was rewatching it, I'm like, shit, there's not really a whole lot to say. We've already talked about yeah. this. I'm into it. Powerhouse Animation is doing it. They did Castlevania, which was excellent, so yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's who it is. Looks cool. Yeah, I mean, and it's also coming out super soon. This this, this bad boy comes out July twenty third, so it literally comes oh, out fuck. next week. Oh, we can talk yeah. about it next week. I can't wait to uh, to have that playing in the background and only pay attention when I hear Mark Hamill's voice. That's <laughs> exactly what I'm gonna do. I think that's perfectly all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hard to support in, in Kevin the, Smith. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm at a real yes. like love Mark Hamill, hate Kevin Smith. What do you do? I'm at a crossroads. Yeah. Uh. There's there's no transitive properties. Like if you know that Mark Hamill loves Kevin Smith, you don't doesn't carry over to you. No, no, it just makes me lose a little bit of respect for Mark Hamill. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I like him. It's just like five percent. It's nothing crazy. Just a little yeah. less though. Like Mar- I like I like his social media presence. I got respect. I got respect for. I like how he just talks shit openly on Star Wars all the time. Like, what do you think about this character? He's like, this is just a movie, you idiot. It's just a movie. I fucking love him. He's pretty great. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. Moving on to the next trailer because I'm I'm so antsy to get to our main topics. I'm so incredibly antsy. Uh, again, in the same vein as that Masters of the Universe trailer, we've already talked about Dying Light too, but they released a new gameplay trailer. Uh, this is from uh, it focuses a lot on a lot of the monsters. And I again, I rewatched this today. I'm just incredibly excited for this game. I Scott and I have talked about loving the first one. For such a long time this game just looks really looks like such a great expansion on the first yeah. one and 
this trailer looks really gorgeous and fun. And that hospital in this gameplay trailer or wherever it is that he's trying to escape from. Yeah. Dude, giving holy, me palpable anxiety the whole fucking way. Shit. Uh, one of the things that the first game suffers from is that the, the scripted events uh, are mostly cutscenes, right? Like, like you're forced. It, it's, right. There's, there's not a lot of like of big action set piece moments. There's not a lot of dope action horror moments that aren't like you know uh, randomly generated. There's nothing that's choreographed that's really on the scale like we see. We see him uh, trying to sneak around a hospital, getting found, but sneaking by sleeping zombies, which we've all agreed is oh, a cool shit. mechanic. I wanted are, to bring it up. Yeah, which is a cool mechanic that like. I think especially here works really well because like, it's it works kind of like the witch in in Left for Dead. You know, if you if you get too close with your light on, they they start startling up. You got to fuck off and back off. You get like audio cues. Uh, imagine how fun that's going to be playing solo in the dark, drunk. You know what I mean? Like with your headset fun? on, not, not not yeah, it's gonna be fucking incredible. But also like when you when you see the outside the outside like landscape, this is clearly years after the Haran outbreak. And there's, yeah. oh, there's there's trees sprouting out of the roofs of of twenty story buildings like it's it's very much like that that old show on Discovery uh, Life After People or something like that or After We're Gone yeah. mm-hmm. and I love that like that's one of the things I love the most about the aesthetic of The Last of Us is that it's clearly like de- decades after shit hits the fan and nature's reclaiming the city and I know that's like such a, an overused metaphor right because it, it's it's such but, a gorgeous visual, but, yeah. But yeah, but I never get sick. Always, of it. I never get like, yeah. like it's. I think it's it's always it always lends itself very well to the gameplay, and especially with a game like this, uh, where you do free running. Like, imagine what opportunities that's going to give you to swing from tree branches, maybe swing from vines at some point for some kind of cool little, what the fuck, you know what I mean? But also, you see, uh, zip lines yeah, for for implied. a nod to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Not like this. Not like Not this. Like this. <laughs> Not like this. What a deep cut, boys. Okay. Somebody tag us in the Twitter if you know what movie that's from. Don't Google it first, you piece of shit. Yeah, that would be that would defeat the entire purpose. I thought it oh. looked really cool. Like the one thing in games that like one thing that will like amplify even a mediocre game to me is when you're like I guess it's like the platformer roots that I have that just like being able to jump around freely with this fluid motion is just fun. Like and the, the whole like jumping from rooftop to rooftop and climbing up the pipes to blah, 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 it just looked really cool. I'm tired of zombies, but like with that being said, just moving around like the movement looked fun enough for me to kind of look past that and give it a shot. I do still have the first one and I've never really played it. I played like the first hour, so I might give that a go and see how I feel about that before I really get amped for dying like two. But um it's kind of like you think of a game like Titanfall. Like the movement is so fluid in that game. It's just like you can just zip around. I just love that yeah. when games have that aspect to it. You know how you're playing some games and it can be a really good game, but you're just mood. But your movement is so clunky. Like it just you just feel so like restricted. I don't know. Yeah. So that's really all I have to say about it. The trailer was interesting. The sneaking mechanic looked fun. Um, enemy AI seems like it could be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I'm they, into were, it. They, they were smart enough in the first one. Yeah, but they were they were pretty they, good. There's also like different varieties though. Like the, the volatiles, like the hunter hunters, were so smart, and uh, it was had like a little bit of, like a predator cat and mouse vibe to it at nighttime. It felt unfair at nighttime yeah. sometimes. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so, but all right. So this game is it's slated to launch on December seventh, guys. I'm gonna say sometime in October we start a PC playthrough co-op playthrough of that game. And we we fucking we marathon it, man. We do it like a, 
I'm, I'm that that would actually be cool. I'm into yeah, that, that idea because it gives it gives us a solid two months to get through it, where we don't have to feel like we have to play it every week. But you know, every once did you say hot. September? Oh no, it, it drops in December. So December. like October, we should probably start. Yeah, okay. so we should, we start in October, like you know, around Halloween time. We got all of November, baby. I'm getting my gallbladder taken out on my birthday in September this year, so I'm gonna have ten days to just do shit. Just do shit. Sweet, 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 yeah. sweet. So um, you and Baby Oot will be hanging out, man. It's blowing down. That's that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be drinking beers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Smoking uh, cigarettes. I've decided in my mind. <laughs> in my mind. I'm just going to attach a Y to the beginning of his name. Like a, but you won't be able to tell very often. Baby Yoden. Oh, we already call him that. That's his nickname. Oh, okay. Yoden. Yeah. Yoden. 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 Yeah, yeah dude. We got, uh, we got, come on, Broden. When I wrote, when I watched this trailer again earlier today, I wrote down the Sleeping Zombies because I remembered when we talked about the Zack Snyder yeah. uh, Vegas zombie film. And I remember Scott bringing up the, the mechanic of... Mm-hmm. of the sleeping zombies and how that's kind of, that's always been kind of a cool concept that they go into like hibernation. Yeah. And when, when I watched it, I was like, Oh, that this, that fits so perfectly into this world. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a part of the first one. And uh, no. It, yeah, no, and it, they, they just didn't, they just didn't do that. It wasn't behavior they did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, again, I not much else I can say about it. Really looking forward to it. Uh, December 7th, December 7th can't come uh, fast enough. Also, if we're going to do the, the playthrough, which I'm also hundred percent down for, I've never played that game in co-op with more than two people, but you can have four. And I'm interested to see how even having three people changes the dynamic because it's really fun with two. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I played a uh, co-op a bit with my buddy and we had finally gotten like the bow and arrow and we just went on a fucking tangent, uh, just a tear, just like, Oh, seeing how many headshots we could get with the fucking bow and just like fucking off for like a half hour. We didn't even do quests. We were just killing zombies. Cause it was hilarious. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I don't have it, anything else to say about it. It's super fun. What I would say, the more the more people you play with, uh, it, you get kind of like a, like a Resident Evil co-op kind of thing, right? When someone gets down, you can go to them and revive them. Mm-hmm. Kind, of, like, kind of like Left 4 Dead. Literally exactly the same. Like When someone gets down, you get a little heart meter, you can go use a health kill on them to get them up. Playing that right. game with four people, it only makes sense if you do it on like one of the harder difficulties. Because on the easy... Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine a game like that would probably... Get yeah, really easy if you yeah. have three yeah. or four people. Yeah. Um, well, let's do it on hard. That, yeah. I, I, I would suggest not nightmare mode because nightmare mode is absolutely. Yeah, like, I want to uh, have fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to like accomplish <laughs> things and like yeah, you know yeah, progress. But, but, uh, but the harder difficulty is really fun, and also you get more points. You get yeah. um, more experience. I need them points. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really want to try with you guys, we talked about it before, invasion mode. If we're gonna plan this thing out, we're gonna do a, do a real TCN. Uh, TCN run of this game, we could have people, our friends, our viewers of our individual streams, join the game as a zombie and invade us, and then we can fuck them up with flashlights and shotguns. Crowbars. Maybe maybe a machete. Machete? Machete. 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 All right. Uh, let's move on to the next trailer. This is the first Marvel trailer. Uh, the only Marvel trailer we have to talk about this week. Uh, and it's it's kind of funny, right? So we had an inkling of an idea of where the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will go. And now, with Loki out, we know exactly where it's going, which meant to say that we were right back in the day. However, I didn't really think about this. The What If series that we have known for a while is coming out and seems to include things like zombie zombie versions of our heroes and things like What If, uh, what if Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther T'Challa was actually uh, Star-Lord and stuff like that. Just the, these What If concepts that have been popularized in comic books for decades. Uh, and they're doing an animated show about it. What's interesting is when it's coming out. 
comes out next month, uh, August 11th, and it fits right in right after we've fucked up the timeline. And of course, we'll get into that later. But uh, the only thing that really interests me about this is something that never happens with animated spinoffs from any universe ever is that they have all the actual actors voicing the actual characters. Uh, which is good. It, it it lends an air of legitimacy. I don't have to listen to someone who's trying to sound like, you know, T'Challa, mm-hmm. uh, be T'Challa, and then have to reconcile that in my head because my brain doesn't well, like that very wait, much. Wait, with him specifically, that did he record his lines before he? Uh... Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is, okay. like, this is like his MCU swan song. Uh, okay. Okay. I feel like you did mention that before, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it, this is just the latest trailer for it. And there's a lot of cool visuals. The animation style looks okay. Um, it's, a, you know, it's computer generated, but the cell shaded sort of look is not the worst. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I hope it's entertaining. Clearly, Dr. Strange is involved with moving between these what if universes. He's shown kind of sliding through some kind of some kind of uh, wormhole. Um, but, you know, again, it's it's stuff like what if Peggy Carter was. Captain America, or mm-hmm. I think she's just Captain Carter, which is just admittedly a cool-sounding name because of alliteration. Um, you know, like I said, T'Challa as Star-Lord. Um, there's, there's Spider-Man's in this trailer, but I didn't really see what he was doing. It opens up with Tony Stark being rescued by Killmonger and not becoming Iron Man, so just stuff like that. And, I, you know, Derek, how you, how'd you feel about this concept overall and this, this trailer specifically? So it's the same. It's really, I don't have anything new to say from when we first covered it, and that is that when I hear about this concept, it actually makes me angry because it's them <laughs> saying, let's take what we've done for the past 15 years and just go move everyone one seat to the right like it's musical chairs or something and just do it again, which is so fucking cheap and so fucking lazy to me. It's like, oh, what if uh, uh, Pee Pee Man was Poo Poo Man instead? It's like, all right, then he's Poo Poo Man. <laughs> like, that's, that's the end. Like, we figured it out right in the question. But... When I watch the trailer, it's really fucking well animated and really well voice acted. And that is enough to make me go. I should at least try this out. The concept of it actually, I I can't stress this enough, makes me fucking angry. It's so cheap. It's so fucking (laughs) dumb and unoriginal and stupid. But it looks really well done. So I have to give it some attention. I have to. I feel like there are interesting stories to tell. But like, what if T'Challa was... Like that, that to me isn't interesting because it feels like it's going to be the world around him doesn't change. You know what I mean? Like he's just there instead of Star-Lord. And, uh, granted, he's uh, instead of uh, Peter Quill. He's going to interact differently, but it's still going to be like largely the same, right? Like largely. Yeah. Similar. They literally showed him going to get to get the uh, the fucking first Infinity Stone. That, that scene where he like interacts with fucking right. The, the machine headed guy who worked for fucking Ronan, the accuser. Uh and I mean, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'd be excited to see what happened to Tony Stark if Killmonger would have saved him. But also, what the fuck was Killmonger doing in the Middle East? Yeah. What are you doing he, out there? Wasn't he, wasn't he supposed to be in fucking outer space or some shit? Or is he supposed to be in fucking like like California? Or is he supposed to be in Wakanda? Uh, like, why? Wh- <laughs> I don't what? Know. Why is Killmonger here? Because alternate universe, multiverse. I don't know. No, because because <laughs> they pulled a name out of a fucking hat. What if he got saved by? But that's what I'm saying. It's Killmonger. Like, it's like we're gonna do uh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> except now Leonardo is Raphael. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like but now he just wears that color bandana, and the story is exactly the same. I don't know. Yeah, it, it just to me, it, it's it's gonna 
and and to me, the Killmonger rescuing Tony Stark is the one that had me rolling my eyes the absolute fucking hardest. Uh, along with the the just the copy paste, like the, the like like you said, just musical chairs of characters. But it's like how like what process? What, how are they gonna? What was the motivation for Killmonger to be where he was then and there? How did he know Tony Stark was gonna be there? Why does why does he save him? The the what ifs of the what if series is what's gonna oh, be. Oh damn it! I, God I know. Damn you. I know. I know. No, no, I don't want to do it. no. All right, no, no. You don't get you don't get to shake your head at me, Chris. I've heard you say way worse <laughs> in this episode already. But yeah, it's kind of my thing, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm stealing your thunder. Wait, what if what if fucking what if Yandu stole Malnir and he has the oh what if Scott said Chris's jokes? Mm-hmm. Let's make a TV show about it. <laughs> It's it's basically the <laughs> remix for a song that's already been on the radio for too long, and you're like, now nah, I gotta hear this yeah. for another six I'm weeks. Like, yeah. It's like that's that fucking. All right, we'll yeah. get it. Yeah, right. Darude Sandstorm. Oh. We've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> it's out in me. <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, moving along to another piece of animation. This one coming out of Netflix. This is going to be a tie-in uh, to the... It feels like Netflix is just going a whole fucking I thought you said hog. this was going to be Italian. I was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a mole like a weed. It's going to be... Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, you monsters, right. get out of this castle. So, so the thumbnail has to be Henry Cavill's Witcher with the Italian hands. Like, there's, there's no question about it. Uh, okay, so this it looks like Netflix is just going whole hog on the Witcher universe. This is a tie-in... Uh, in the same universe as the show, that visual has me fucked up. Yeah. There are uh, dilute in the property. It's a good show, <laughs> but you need you need. I'm just typing in Henry Cavill Italian hands. You need to be <laughs> Henry Cavill what's, Italian what's... hands. Kind of sounds like a great episode title too. <laughs> so fucking weird. Are, <laughs> Like Henry Cavill, semicolon Italian hands. <laughs> Are we allowed to have the title and thumbnail related to the same thing? We've never done that before. It's we'll always to, been completely we'll, unrelated. We'll have to see where the, where the episode takes us. Right, we're only halfway You're through right, this right, right. All right. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good space. Yeah. We'll see if we yeah. can. So anyway, this is a prequel to the show. Uh, it looks like it might follow like a young Vesemir. Is that a racist uh, impression? To <laughs> be like, oh, some. <laughs> Pasta food, you know, fucking. Probably, but also, that fucking Pixar movie we just did, like, really went yeah, ham on that. So I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah. Pixar yeah, can do Luca, it. Yeah, yeah, Luca, you're fucked up. Uh, this is called The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. It's actually coming out pretty soon. It comes out August 23rd. I The animation looked pretty cool. <laughs> and. <laughs> you No, yeah, you know, you're making a potions. You're making a pizza. You're making a the werewolf would come in, he spilled all the pasta all over the floor. <laughs> uh, okay. I think this looked pretty cool. I, I just like the Witcher universe. I'm probably going to check it out. It's It premieres August 23rd. Uh, <laughs> Skyler, what do you think about it? I think uh, you got to stay loyal to the source of material or else <laughs> what, what you're doing is it's, it's no good. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I may, I'm making a pizza. <laughs> Remember the title's just the, I'm uh, making a pizza. <laughs> the Italian American Association is gonna just fucking destroy our lives after this. 
I can't wait. I can't wait. What you mean? Uh, after I, I, you mean they're <laughs> just gonna put horse heads in our beds? <laughs> <laughs> I think they put a fish on your doorstep or something. Okay. What does that mean? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I think uh, it looks I, good. That's that's it, all I have to say. It looks good. That's it. It looked very good. I I just I just uh, go I googled Italian hands and this is what came up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Discord is so good. That's how he holds his sword. <laughs> oh my god! Please make him holding up the sword with Italian hands. Please, you get out of this I town. Can, yeah, <laughs> I'm the of Blaviken. Yeah. Uh, Toss to the coin to your Witcher. <laughs> that song was a banger. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Uh, it got old real fast, but it was it was a banger. I, I tossed it to coin. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I don't have really anything to say about it either, other than it how do we cool. how do we go down this this fucking rabbit hole? <laughs> how did we, how did the Italian thing even start? I don't know. You thought you Chris thought I said, said the word Italian, Italy. and then oh, just, okay, and okay. then we none of us let it go. That's how it happened. <laughs> Well, I was I tried my damnedest to let it go, but I just kept hearing Scott like laughing, yeah. saying, "I'm making a pizza." The joke really just folded oh, in on itself and just turned into a fractal, just like dividing and dividing eternally. Yeah. Uh. All right, let's get to the the meat proper here of the the Witcher trailers. Uh, they finally gave us a season. <coughs> go ahead, Scott. I'm making a making a meat lover's pizza. <laughs> They finally gave us Shit, I want a teaser. <laughs> right? Oh, ooh, ooh, true, true, true. They mm. finally gave us a teaser proper for the season two of The Witcher, which has been a long time coming. The pandemic halted production on it. We know that much. Uh, but this <laughs> com comes out this year also, uh, December 17th. So we have Dying Light 2 coming out December 7th. The Witcher cool. season two comes out December 17th. Lots of good stuff before the end of the year that we've discussed before. Next couple months My body's and ready. weeks. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of good content to consume, mm -hmm. or at least I hope it's good. Uh, this trailer really lets us see that the it, well, it feels like the main thrust of season two is going to be uh, Geralt's relationship with Ciri, which is always some of my favorite stuff from the game universe. So uh, he takes her to Care Morin, which is fucking sick. I want to see that really. I wanted to see it in season one. He didn't really get to see it. You get to see him training like he did in the games. Uh, I I don't know. I'm just looking forward to it. Again, I there's not a whole lot for me to say besides yes, please. Uh, I liked the first season more than I expected. I thought it was going to be kind of bad, and it was actually kind of good. Um, that's it. I don't really have... Derek, how do, you, how do you feel about it? Season one to me uh, was great, but had weird flaws with jumping through time in a Tarantino-esque way without explaining or making it evident at all that it was yeah. jumping through time in a Tarantino-esque way. Um, I hope that they do a just point A to point B story in this one. That's my one wish for it. But I'll say this. Uh, I think what made one so good, well, what made season one so good was Henry Cavill, 100%. He just, oh. he, he loved that role and it, he just, he lifted that show up from like a six out of 10, like into an 8.5 out of 10. Like and in the process earned a fast pass at the Derek and Chris glory hole. That's right. You're welcome. Come on in. Yeah. Come on that down. Six, yeah. That six flag speed pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Season pass. Um, but uh, the other thing that was good about it is just the, the action was done so fucking well. Like that, w what gave him the title of Butcher of Blaviken in episode one 
was just that tracking shot that wasn't re- I know every time I mention a tracking shot now I have like PTSD Chris is going to be like well actually there were some <laughs> cuts it wasn't I a am true the, tracking shot I am the well actually basement dweller <laughs> meme that's me but, but the sorry. thing is like just those, with those, tracking those, shots though nothing else the, those, well, those are impressive mm-hmm. like when I, when I think of the Witcher season one I think of that tracking shot I know exactly what you're talking about yeah Dude, when he's like casting the spells and like fucking cutting people's head off and shit. And you can see in this trailer that they're doing interesting shots like that again. Like there's a point where he's laying on like a sarcophagus or something and someone throws something to him and in like one shot he like grabs it and rolls off of the thing and the camera like rolls with him as he Yeah, that was a cool shot. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I'm pumped, man. I I I just hope my one wish for it is that again that they just do like a Here's where it starts in the timeline, and it ends here yeah. in the timeline. I just or, or if we jump around and they do a better job of letting us know, because I, I yeah, know that was like yeah. that was supposed to be like a reveal, but it didn't come off. It, d- it didn't feel like that exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it, it felt like I had yeah. to go back and rewatch everything with with that in mind. And now before yeah. I, before, before I do a rewatch, I'm going to literally read the synopsis so I can follow along as I'm watching it. This time. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? it it kind of felt like someone was just clearing the fog out as opposed to a revelation in the first. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, eventually that you makes just go sense. like, wait, has this been the whole time? Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, like right. this big reveal. It was just, it kind of just dawned on you eventually. Yeah, I, 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 I remember having the same criticism, and I remember after the season came out, and it, it, like, people were having more or less the same sentiment that we are having now, which is that we liked it, had some flaws, the time travel stuff was confusing for, it felt like no reason, and there was an interview with the. The showrunner who said, like, you know, this is why we did it. But I get the criticism. And uh, I, I think that I am hoping at least that we are either not going to get the time jump shit at all or it's going to be very clear. I, th- I It felt like she got the message. Yeah. Um, But that's the end of the trailers. Does this mean it's pee pee time? It is pee pee time. Oh, my God. I'm just bursting. It's just. Oh. Bursting. A fruit gusher full of piss. That's just. Disc- How about you? You get a pee? Or you, you, is your body absorbing it? Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm literally, the only reason I'm not asleep right now is, is that I finished up the beers. I'm at that point now where it's a critical mass. If I stop drinking before the pot ends, I'm going to get sleepy. But also, oh, also, fair. also the fact that I'm clearly still drunk from, from last night means you're going to get gems like I make it to pizza. You know, they're not all going to be, let me hit or miss, boys, 50-50. Yeah, that's that's cool. Roll the dice. Uh, in in the meantime, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, more and more, I find this segment to be a little weird because if you're listening, then you already know most of it. However, if you're listening to this first time, hi, hello. You can find us on Facebook.com/slash The Cynical Nerd. You can find us on Twitter at The Cynical Nerd. I'm. I know I'm fucking this up by saying it out loud. I was going to say I'm making it a point of not mentioning that we got the name back, but I did it anyway. Uh, we recently reacquired the actual, not reacquired, we recently acquired the proper handle. It's just at the cynical nerd. It's glorious. It's fucking glorious. Um, we just posted a choice original meme featuring Joe Rogan in a very poorly timed interview. I, I beg you to go check it out. If you like it, retweet it. Like it. Uh, if you want to ask us a question, you can do that in multiple ways. You can do hashtag ask TCN on Twitter. Uh, if you want to correct us for something we messed up, if you would like to tell Derek how much you love his soft features and, and supple beard, you can do hashtag fuck TCN, F-U-C-K, TCN. I don't know why I spelled that one and not ask TCN, but 
you know, you, you get the idea. You can also email us at questions at the cynical nerd.com. We really enjoy getting uh, the emails and the questions. So don't be shy. If, if you're listening right now and you're going, someone else is going to do it. I don't need to send them a question. No, I want you to send us a question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You specifically. Also, we're going to start, um, we're going to start playing a, a new mystery game, guys. We're going to start having more interaction on our, our Twitch. Sorry, not called Twitch. who's in my mouth. Our, our Twitter. Uh, every week, we're going to post a picture of one of our nasty, horrific dumps. You have to guess whose it is. And if you can guess correctly uh, which which Nightmare Snake belongs to which which uh, co-host of the Cynical Nerd podcast, we'll be giving you guys uh, Steam gift cards. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh-huh. I like this game. I like this game a lot. I, 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 just want, um, I just want Derek to listen back to that and be like, we didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> Why would we do that? <laughs> All right, hey buddy, how you yeah. doing? Hey, no, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Nice, nice surprise there for you. Would you be more terrified of a of a, a snake that could fly or a monkey that had snakes for hands? Uh, monkey that had snakes for hands, just because it's longer, it takes longer to say. So I feel like it's more complex by nature. And yeah, like like, like if it was coming deadly. at you, it would take you longer to describe what it was to everyone around you. Which means you guys have first <laughs> right. time to get away. What is it? What do you see? Uh, 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 and then you're dead. <laughs> okay, if it's a flying snake, you just go ah, flying snake. It's done. Yeah, it's out. The snake's flying. You're like oh, <laughs> everyone, everyone scatters. But you're like it's, I think it's it's a some kind of primate with with. <laughs> I think those are snakes for, and then by the time you start saying the second half, but the snake has bit into your directly yeah, into your jugular. Yeah, with all with all right, right. of his right. snake fingers. Yeah, just just pumping uh, pumping venom right down your gullet. Gross. I don't like it. All right, I have a I have a. Uh, uh, you don't you don't like word? monkeys with snakes for hands, Chris? You're not into this. I don't right like now. snakes. Co- that's con- I feel like that's a controversial statement. Yeah, against snakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't like snakes, so I'll say all controversial things against them. Um, I have. How do you feel about Jennifer Lopez's Anaconda? The movie scary as a kid when John Boy has like that one eye. He's like all no, because the Anaconda looked fake even when the movie was new. Like it never <laughs> looked good, so it wasn't really that terrifying. Right, um, I posit something to the bullies. So we've got a uh, about an hour hard limit. I've got to be out for dinner. I, there are things I I absolutely think we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. I, I want to I, I I would preface the things that I think we should talk about this week. I would like to start with Black Widow because it's a really quick opener, yeah. and then talk about Loki because I want us to be able to devote as much time as we want to to that show. Okay. And then I would say the Fear Street trilogy if you guys finish the third one, mm-hmm. uh, and then whatever else in the list we can get through because everything uh, else is is movable. I didn't I finish the Fear Street trilogy, but I tried to watch part three like five times. I'm just not doing it. You guys can just talk about. Okay, that okay, I'll talk. I'll talk about it. I got. I, got, uh, I literally I, try. I, I fell asleep through that movie five fucking times, guys. I don't know how. I I have. I actually do have things to say about it. I toughed it out. I watched that bitch last night, and yeah. I I'll, I'll save it for the conversation. Uh, okay, so first up came out last week. Black Widow. None of us paid for it because fuck you, Marvel for or fuck you, Disney for thirty dollars yeah. on a top year, of your a Disney year plus late. a year fucking a year and a month thirteen months late. Nah, no way, mm-hmm. bro. Hame. Uh, so just in that time, they could have just reshot the whole thing and made a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, honestly, uh, time. Yeah, and th- this movie's supposed to take place directly after Civil War, right? Right. Uh, right. Which is when it should have released because back then it would have been passable as like a mundane meh phase two filler, yeah, fa- phase three 100%. filler. Uh, and the same, like it, it, this to me was Iron Man three, right? Where it wasn't like the, it wasn't the worst piece of shit I've ever seen, but it was definitely a piece of shit. And I did, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed some things about it, but 
I enjoyed those things about it in spite of how bad it was. Like the act, yeah. the some so the casting was phenomenal. I think everyone did the best they could with what they were given, but they weren't. Wow, Yelena given is much. a honey. I love Florence in yeah. this movie. I think okay. she does a great job. Go ahead, say it. Florence Pugh. Imagine being that gorgeous yeah. and your last name is Pugh. Imagine being she that is. gorgeous and you're banging the dude from Scrubs. Yeah. Wait, is that a real thing? What? She's banging Zach Braff. Yeah. yeah. She's she's been together with Zach Braff for quite. They live oh, together. He has a weird face. It sort of sags in certain places. Yeah. The tight question tight is. Others. The question is, you think she saw him in like Garden State when she was like twelve years old, like everyone else did? Was like, <laughs> what a deep, intelligent, emotionally available my, man. My dream is to one day be in love with that man, and then and then I want to meet a man like that. Like, yeah, and then, and then like she's like, why is this nose still growing outwards? It's so big. <laughs> uh, so I look. We're just not to bury the lead here. Uh, we are all on the same page. This movie was not good. Scott and I watched it together. Um, Derek watched it separate from us. Uh, I it did. The movie starts in in the opening sequence. Scott and I were like, okay, that wasn't that bad, right? And then it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Uh, the red vial cloud shit. I hated it. The, the don't get me it's, wrong, it's, it's this, but you, you could agree then. It's it's inhibitor chip syndrome. It's like let's take everything that makes these. Like it, these intelligent characters, uh, it takes all the morality out of it. It takes all the questions about indoctrination, right. and the military-industrial complex out of the equation of a movie where that's literally all it's fucking about is is a KGB secret spy program. And let's make them mindless slaves who don't want to do what they're doing but can't stop themselves. That is the shittiest fucking cop out in the world. That was what. That was the, my main complaint. With, well, that was my main complaint with the first two acts. The third act, I got a lot more complaints. But mm-hmm. oh, the first come on. two, the, I mean, Jesus, the third act is just a. It, it, it's it, it's absolutely <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I like but to the, say with the first Chris, two, like Chris I, predicted while we were watching. Chris predicted. I forgot about this. The, the Taskmaster twist. Oh, me too. I totally called it. Yeah. I did too. One hundred. And I was so I was so mad about it because we're talking about it, and I went. I, I started just go. I was like, oh no. Oh no. And I was like, I, what, I was like, what if, because, and my premise was it's Scarlett Johansson's presumably last appearance as as Black Widow, Black Widow proper. I was like, there's no way that they're going to drop the bomb that she's a fucking child murderer on us in the final appearance. It's like, I don't care. There's no way they're not going to do it. Those people didn't die. And when it turned out that, that, uh, uh, Drakeoff was alive and they were talking about his daughter and we didn't know they hadn't shown her anywhere. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And it ruins it. Look, Taskmaster is the textbook comic book villain. He's a generic dude who's got, like, eidetic memory, whatever the fuck you call he's it. The, like, he's he can, the he, skull master of the MCU. He's, he's, he's right. He's Deadpool in, in villain form. Right. He's meant he, to, he's he meant can to be a mimic someone's f- fighting style, whatever. He's not interesting. But th- I think what they tried to do was make him into a sympathetic villain or interesting villain. And it, it totally backfired. I think it was way worse. Like just go whole hog with the stupid, like just use the generic villain background because he's just there for a plot point or sh- she, I guess now is just there no, for a fucking plot a point. It's a he. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just Taskmaster is canonically a dude. Who's also a piece of shit. He's not a, he's not some sympathetic, like, but also it's like, Sorry, go ahead, Derek. You, you were about to say something before we went on a tangent here. No, no, no. It's okay. All I was going to say is that there was a lot of opportunities with the first two acts for something interesting to happen. I loved in the beginning because you saw the trailer and you saw everyone speaking in these thick Russian accents and they're all talking in American accents in the beginning, even though they're in their house. And yeah. that's actually in real life what Russian sleeper cells did before they yeah. sent them over here. 
they were like, you will never speak in Russian. Like you don't speak Russian right. anymore. You don't speak in that accent. This is how you talk now forever. So even when these families were families were in their home with nobody around, they, they weren't speaking in Russian to one another. They, they, they spoke about things in English yeah. in case somebody was listening. And then they hear over here, a Russian accent or whatever. I mean, that, and I thought like exploring that would have been really neat. Um, yeah. I think that Florence Pugh is fucking great, a fucking great actress in everything in yeah. she, she's in. She's excellent. Um, and I actually think that her performance for what she was given yeah. was great. Um, but what she was given sucked. I hate that. I hated that you have the, this clan of, of, you know, unfeeling, um, unfeeling assassins. Yet we just happen to get the four that all secretly yeah. feel something. And she was like crying <laughs> like it was real to me. Like. That just didn't feel genuine to me because she was like that from the beginning, like from the beginning, right. she clearly had this like, well, you've always been my real sister to me to have it be this big reveal in the end that like she's been this soulless person. But deep down, that's how she felt about uh, Natasha would have been like, holy shit, like that would have reached out and fucking touched me. But no, it was just the whole time she's just crying about, well, my fake daddy's doesn't think I'm his fake daughter. And. It's like you're an assassin. Like, I just didn't get it. And again, what you had mentioned about the red gas or whatever, like yeah. it would have been cool to explore like what again would actually happen. The indoctrination, the brainwashing and to have to break these people out of that by showing them the way. But no, it's just you just spray a gas on them and they're themselves again. Just I just, just I, I just got, I got to say, like, like, I started touching on it, but I, I got to get a little baby brand. I got to pass this gas here. There's. <laughs> There's so many opportunities, again, to talk about, like, indoctrination, to talk about uh, the, the way that we indoctrinize our military. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Talk about the military-industrial complex worldwide, but especially here in the U.S. And I, I understand why they wouldn't want to hone in on that specifically, but you have, you have them talking about being forcefully given hysterectomies in the Red Room as, like, a joke. They're as joking a fucking about it. one-liner. But also, like, when David Harbour leaves them in the beginning, and then you see them in a fucking shipping container, it's about... They're being, it's human trafficking. They're victims of human trafficking. And, yeah. and it's like, there's so much this movie could have had to say about all these different topics. And every time it would start getting heavy and it started getting really be like, all right, I'm kind of, you kind of have my attention. They throw in one of the, the Marvel one-liners that yeah, you always criticize like, for. Fart or sit on a whoopee cushion or something. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I just, okay. I don't, I don't get it. Like this, this, this movie <laughs> could have been good. Aside from the red mist, aside from taskmaster at the heart of it, the relationships were believable, but, but, they should have fucking hated deep. There should have been so much more anger and hatred there for him than there was because yeah, like, like the opening scene crushes, crushes you. Why is this character who we've seen doing these unspeakable, awful things? Why are these, why are their parents being treated as if they're like supposed to be a lot, be allowed to be comic relief. They, they're the real fucking villains of this to me. When I watch it, yeah. like, you abandoned, like, I don't think, I don't care if they, if they weren't really your fucking kids. And we never really, we never really established whether they actually did give birth to them or not. You know, whether they actually were their biological parents at all. I think, I think they, they were. were. I think they've. Yeah. You're right. There was never like they directly said it, but it was very yeah. heavily implied that they weren't their um, biological kids. Well, right. no, the Drakeoff talks about um, uh, Black Widow's mother. He says like she, you know, oh, she yeah, abandoned yeah, yeah. you or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. But um, um, no, I, I, I just, and I thought that David Harbour's character was a fucking waste of time. Like, yeah. Like again, like he, like what he was given, what he had yeah, to read yeah. from that script, he did well with. But he yeah. was just goofy. Like, what did he do? 
Why? Why was he in the movie? What did, what did he nothing. like? What did, did nothing. Almost nothing. They, they broke him out so he could show them where their other where the other. And that's it. And then he was just in the rest of it, to, like yeah. crying and acting like a drunk or whatever. It was so dumb. And again, like if they had this opportunity to like make him do what he did in the beginning and do the thing that he was told, follow orders, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And have this breakout at the end where he's like, no, this is my family. You know, like that would have been a cool like mm, moment. It just yeah. never happened. It never well, fucking happened. And the movie just ended. <laughs> like, the, yeah. be- the best I, this movie could have done would be have that big moment. And you know it's corny, you know it's like cliche, you know it's bad writing, but at least it still gets you a little bit, and you can't yeah, help it. That's what I mean. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and we didn't get any of that. Like, like we spend fifteen minutes watching her free fall. First of all, first of all, first of all, <laughs> oh my fucking god! The red room is a giant floating ship, like eight times the size. No, of, it's of, invisible. It's a giant invisible floating ship. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Fucking, it was really dumb. Yeah. The, Nick, the Nick, Nick, Nick Fury could find a polyp on my asshole mm-hmm. while I'm watching Avengers in my bed at home. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. he, he could like, there's no way he doesn't know exactly where the shit is. He probably just doesn't give a fuck. He probably just doesn't want the trouble. Because he knew that the story they'd get from it would be bad too. So he didn't want to you know, even bother with it. <laughs> this movie has a lot of problems on its own. And then on top of it, like Scott and Derek said, uh, I think it, I think it was Derek. Actually. There's a single hair on my can. And I I'm going to check under my desk for Herman Cain real quick, guys. Give me a second. <laughs> well, it can't be him. Uh, oh, yeah, he's dead. All right, sorry. <laughs> oh Close call, God. guys. Yeah, he died of the coof. Was one of my own hairs here. Wasn't, um, wasn't but, a pube. Wasn't a pube, but it was the same color, right? Right. Okay, that's right. fair. Got to be a chesty. Um, so bes- besides the problems this movie had... It, it just came out. It, it might have been more forgivable had it come out in the right place, which was to actually come out before Endgame and Infinity War came out. Like th- this movie feels like yeah. it has no place. This coming movie out. took longer to come out than John Travolta, right? Like it's just been fucking, it was <laughs> fucking forever. We all we all knew exactly what we were getting, and we just been waiting. We know, <laughs> we know, John Travolta. It's okay. Uh, yeah. So many, yeah, you were in Greece so many, and hairspray. We know. Yeah, it's okay. there's only so many singing roles you can take on before we all <laughs> get a little wise to it. And the thing, so, the thing uh, is, we all accept you as you are, John Travolta. You just, we just, yeah. Don't, none we, of us would have been mad had you told us 20 years ago. Yeah, we we, we all love yeah. you. We just don't we just don't it's love the, the Church of Scientology. That's it's no the Scientology that we don't like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same same page, same page. Which is yeah, um, but ironically, I think I think him being him having that they have dirt on him is why he hasn't left the Church of Scientology. They probably got they probably got a video of him and Tom Cruise like deeply passionately making out. Yeah, like blowing each other. Just really, just <laughs> I, w- really I would watch town. that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I would I would totally watch it. You just have Hans um, Zimmer do the soundtrack like it's a fucking sci-fi movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Battlefield God, I, Girth, I am I right? <laughs> Welcome to Girth. <laughs> Uh, okay, so moving, this is why I wanted to do these back-to-back, moving from what's arguably the worst piece of content yeah. Marvel's put out in quite some time to what I would posit is the best thing Marvel's done since Infinity War and Endgame have released. And depending on how you view the quality of content, maybe even better. Uh, as So Loki is done, the finale is out. Spoiler alert, it came out this past uh, Wednesday, but um, you know if you haven't seen it by now, then fuck you, turn this off. Um I'm just going to blow my load out the gate. Uh, There's so much stuff I love about the show as a whole, but specifically how the final episode set up the MCU moving forward. Yeah. Uh, and, and just as a whole, because 
the previous couple of Marvel shows are one of our biggest problems with it was that they were inconsequential. At the end of the day, nothing happened Mm -hmm. that moves the status quo for really anybody else. Maybe in some weird uh, transient way down the line, it will be brought up. But overall, we replaced, you know, Captain America with Anthony Mackie, which he's going to do a great job. I love him as Cap, but the show didn't need to exist. No, it's not like we've been, we've been moving pawns around on a chessboard, right? Like we're, right. They're setting up for the big moves. It's like you can set up for the big moves in like a post credit scene too, bro. Like you can make it a two minute right. post credit scene instead of wasting and, nine hours of our fucking time. Right. And, and there's two reasons that this finale really, really got me on board was one, it does have these big, I mean, this is big. This is, this is phase four yeah. of Marvel's going to be the, this multiverse thing, which we all knew, but we didn't know how they were going to do it. And now we see how it starts. And it starts from Loki, which is funny. Um, and then the second thing is one of my other biggest complaints about the shows is not only being inconsequential, but the finale just being the standard Marvel fuckfest of CGI. Yeah. And while there was lots of CGI in this finale, oh the entire God. episode was basically a conversation yeah. with the charming Jonathan Majors yeah. as Holy Kang, God. which is my other great love of the series, which is that they he, just introduced. He remains. He, yeah, which is also cool, and I'll get into that later <laughs> after we've all had our conversation. I have a lot to say about this. Uh, the way they handled Kang's introduction, I thought was brilliant. Like I, I can't even use another word. I thought it was brilliant. They, they didn't. They didn't give us the final big bad version of him. We got a variant of the one who will inevitably be Kang the Conqueror. Uh, I fucking loved it. I thought he was great as Kang. Um, I the way they set it up, I thought it was easy for people to understand. But there's a lot of ramifications around it. Fucking Tom Hiddleston is just a, a he's a national treasure. Um, and I, I just love the whole show and I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to let um, I'm going to let Scott go. Uh, Tom, about Tom Hiddleston Loki. has gone on record saying that he would be happy to play Loki for another 10, 15 years. And I think I think the fucking I, cheddar. I think I mean, yeah, he'd be happy to put his grandchildren through through college with his Loki buddy. But uh, I think he's one of the few people that I don't get tired of the shtick. Like, like I don't like I, I get I get why like. Tony Stark had to go. Very one note. I I love. I very much loved uh, Steve Rogers' incarnation in the MCU. But again, you know, like, like they all have like four four interesting arcs, right? We're, we're now we're introducing variants. Um, Jonathan Majors was absolutely fucking brilliant in this. Like he, like every second he was on screen, I was just like, I mean, I, it, it didn't have any action really at all, other than like a quick little little thing between uh, Sylvie and Loki. And I still like when the fighting was happening. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 shut, shut the fuck, like, get it over. With. I want to get back to Jonathan Majors, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking owning this scene, like just absolutely just decimating. Um, my own. Uh, we, I know we missed a few episodes because of holiday weekends and, and things like that. Right, right. So we're we're kind of recapping from multiple episodes. I would say as an as an overall, I thought the series was phenomenal. I think it's uh, one of the best things that they've ever done. Um. And I think the only issue it suffered from was pacing, which I, which Derek covered a few times in earlier episode reviews. Uh, I felt that when they when they got to this pocket dimension where Eliath existed, we would have spent more time in that area if Eliath would have been built up over time to be this more menacing, terrifying force. I mean, granted, he, he fucking was. But uh, Owen Wilson's character, uh, Mobius and Sylvie and Loki all finding each other so neatly and so quickly the way they did it made that journey feel like it was cut short abruptly because of timing restraints. I can. And, yeah. And it also made, that. it also made that encounter with Elias where old timey Loki, uh, for, with gl- glorious purpose, uh, sacrifices himself to save the day. 
uh, it made that feel a little bit less impactful too. Don't get me wrong, that's still like fucking that's that moment right there for me is the best moment uh, in in the the D the D uh, sorry the Disney Plus MCU era is fucking old Loki just slamming his fist down for the final time as a life. It's it's thrill. so it's so great how that costume is made to be chintzy and golden age referencing, and I'm I'm actually laughing at it because it looks so basic. And then by the end of it, I just I don't even notice it because he's being so fucking badass. Yeah, he's such a he's such a good character though. It's like it's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, his guys, story was very sad. Yeah, his backstory. Well, uh, just to recap yeah. for everybody, yeah. he, he was like, I saw what happened, and I saw that I was I was always the problem. So I removed myself and I lived quietly alone for a very long time. And then he said something really sad, like, and I just I started to miss people. I started to miss Thor, and I wanted to know how everyone was doing. And I, the minute I tried to leave the planet. TVA showed up. Classic like, Loki is the best thing that happened in the MCU. I, I, seriously, I mean that. He's the best, short, sweet, to the point. Everything that he needed to do, he did within the like episode and a half that he was in, and he made the greatest fucking point so succinctly, but so like fully. He's yeah. basically showed up and said, "Hey, Loki, I'm you. If you lived and realized that you're a fucking scumbag, and that like." you should live for more things than just yourself. And ultimately he sacrifices himself to save Loki. Well, you know, to save the timeline or whatever, but I mean, right. And him yelling out glorious purpose. That is my favorite moment in any Marvel, anything I've ever seen when he screams out glorious purpose. There's something special about seeing you be happy about something, Marvel. This is making me feel good inside. It's warming my heart a little bit. Dude, I was like getting choked up. I'm kind of tearing up right now. Just talking about it. I thought that moment was perfect. Because you always hear throughout all these films, you see Loki talk about glorious purpose. And what he means is always like something for him where he's on top and he wins right. and he dominates and he and this is like him, this old Loki, this version of him that lived into old age, like just laughing at the end. I found my glorious purpose. Dude, I thought that was so fucking good. I thought it was incredible. I thought that episodes four and five, uh, just covering very briefly what we missed yeah. uh, over the past couple of weeks were excellent episodes. I, I don't remember what happened in which one, and but they were great. They were incredible. Like, even Veronica was, like, engrossed with the show at that point. I thought that it started yeah. off um, not bad, but kind of, like, uh, kind of slow, and it really found its footing. And look, I'm just going right on the record and saying, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. This show was great. I, I thought it was going to be just, like, okay. I felt like it started. We all off were okay. kind of weird, weirded out by how the show was going to happen. We're like Loki; he fucking died. Why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. It ended yeah. up being really. It, yeah. it was good. I, I'll say this though: the one thing that I differ from you guys on is, um, uh, I think you guys said the actor's name is Jonathan Majors. I really didn't like his performance. Like I, re- like the concept of what was happening. And let me be clear: I'm not shitting on the episode because actually, the further away I get from it, the more I like it. Um, the concept of what was happening, I thought was cool. Basically him saying, like, you have a choice before you. You can either kill me and all of my variants will come to take my place. Or, like, I thought that that was cool that we were essentially, this whole time everyone's like, oh, the timekeepers are Loki himself. They're this god. It's that this uh, MCU character that hasn't been introduced yet. It was just another variant, of course, of a big bad in the MCU. Um, yeah. But still, I, I thought that that was a cool reveal. He was just so, like, familiar and, like, weird to me. He was It was almost like like young Bill Cosby, like, you got to fix the timeline for you. Like it was just so like, <laughs> no, I, it didn't, no, it didn't, no, no, no. 
It didn't land for me. And the fucking scene with him talking was so long. It just didn't end. But again, conceptually, like the, the like the actual like like what was being accomplished accomplished in that scene was incredible. But him, I hated. I, I I just yeah. got like that was incredible. Uh, but but the, the way it tracked to me was that like this this guy was the uh, the like the eventuality, right? Like it all it all boils down like there was a great war. This is the variant that won, but he probably didn't win by using brute force. I mean, yeah. like, he's clearly charismatic and weird and like whimsical enough that he wasn't viewed as a direct threat by all the other variants of Kang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why, like, I, which is why he doesn't, he's he who remains. He's not Kang the Conqueror. You know, like he says, oh, I've been referred, I've been referred to this, this, and this, a conqueror or this or that. Yeah. But I think this, I think this guy literally Game of Thrones his way into a position of power. This guy definitely did some sheet, some seedy shit, but he's also been there for so long that he's, it seems like he's, he hasn't interacted with people in so long that he's fucking socially awkward. He's so weird. Like, Miss, yeah, Miss Minnis is the only person he's dealt with. He's like, I'm much older than I look. I've been here forever. And he's ready to, he's ready to pass it on. Like, every, he orchestrated everything to that point to lead them there, which does feel like a trick. I get why Sylvie stabbed him. I get it. But I, I don't know, man. I, I love the performance. I love that he was, like, the, the one that isn't the threat, the one that isn't the looming, ominous archetype of, of a Marvel villain is the one that outsmarted. Because that, that's that's the reality, right? No, and always. It, it, and I think that the, the the goal that they're doing, just real quick, just to interject, is I think what they're doing is they're giving us a palette for this face of of Jonathan yeah. Majors, as you said his yeah, name is right. Yeah. yeah, like oh, this is who. So the next time you see his face as Kang, you expect that, but he's not yeah. that hundred percent anymore. Well, yeah, I think that's what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, it's, it's it's when you eat some spicy tuna roll and you eat that little piece of ginger, get a little little nip, yeah. and you're like oh, you know what I mean? Like like you're you're gonna be expecting you're not gonna be expecting that spicy volcano roll to slap like it's gonna, but it's gonna. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, which is intelligent, right? Like if that's their plan, yeah. it's intelligent writing. It is I mean, because but, I, I, I don't feel threatened by this guy at no, all. So by, like by Kang, comparison, no matter yeah. what the big bad Kang is, he's going to look 10 times more threatening and yeah. ominous because the first one we got was so like such a, a likable, charismatic, you know, little, little, little doodle, little boop. I a hundred percent think that's what they're doing. I would be surprised if it's not what they're doing. Uh, and I thought in this, now that we've all kind of given like base thoughts, um, they they did a they did a little switcheroo on me here. So there's when people were talking about who's going to be behind the TVA. Obviously, Kang was a huge like this is probably who it is because there were a lot of nods to it in Episode Five in the uh, the kind of the Void Realm. Um, there are some buildings in the background that bear the name of uh, the company that Kang runs. A whole, there's a whole ton of comic book reference nods to Kang. Uh, Eliath himself uh, in the comic books, Kang has a city at the end of time called Kronos. Eliath guards the area outside of it. Um, but, you know, there were so many things it's like it's got to fucking be him. But one of the other options was like, well, it could also be he who remains, which is a separate character in the comics, completely separate. He looks like the most decrepit white dude you've ever seen. Uh, super old, not a Loki. So when they Chris, walk in, Christopher Lloyd was back there as he who remains. Can you imagine how that would be that lovely. Would right? be great. Yeah. Um, but, but so like as Doc in, Brown, just because. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so have did, a seat. We've got to, it's your kids, money. It's your kids. <laughs> we got to do so something about your kids. <laughs> it's, it's your kids, Loki. Uh, I can't do that accent, so I just had to save my life. Uh, but they did, Marvel typically has this, and it, it usually annoys me, but here it didn't. Typically, they will take nods from different comic book references and simplify them down into one thing. Yeah. And normally, 
that can annoy me for one reason or another because they they can sometimes lose the nuance of those individual elements. But in this case, I loved it because he who remains. Let's be honest, it's a weird comic book thing. Doesn't need to be in the real in the real. So when they said he who remains, I went, oh shit! And I was kind of like, you surprised me, but also kind of disappointed because it looked like it was going to be Kang. And then I I immediately said to Samantha, I was like, well that makes sense because this is the Loki show. So when they said he who remains, my brain went. That's how they're keeping it self-contained. It's not actually Kang. Can we know Kang is going to be in Ant-Man three? That's already been announced. Jonathan Major. That's where Jonathan Majors was cast for Kang. Was was Ant-Man three? So I thought this is going to be he who remains, and they're going to reference Kang, and then we'll. But then you know he's like I've been called many things again. I've been called Conqueror. There's a whole bunch of cool nods. Yeah. And they they go through the whole little storytelling bit of the multiversal war, like Scott mm-hmm. talked about. And I thought all that was awesome world building. I thought it was really good in explaining how we're all of a sudden going to be going into the multiverse. Yeah, we're getting Uh, getting battle world, bitch. Yeah, I mean, we're getting secret wars. It's like it's the Russo Russo brothers have been on the record saying the only thing they would come back to direct would be a secret wars movie. And that seems to be the exact direction we're going because the Russo brothers have made Disney six billion dollars so far. Six billion, that's a, and that's Derek, that's, that's as of Endgame, like when uh, like initial release. We're, we're not talking like post, like, like DVD and Blu-ray sales. That 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 that's a lot of change. <laughs> that's a, lot uh, of a whole lot of change. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't, I can't, I just can't say how much the lore in this was meaningful and impact and is going to mean so much moving forward. And I, uh, I, I don't know, I, I can't say anything else about this without just. You know, at this point, I've already I've finished the show off, and I'm just playing with it. And the the show's like, oh, it's sensitive. Stop touching it. Here's um, here. <laughs> if, I, if if I could just have a second to spit on it, Chris, <laughs> just to help you out a little bit. Sure, 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 uh, sure. I mean, I think w- w- one of the most interesting parts about this is is the implication that not only are there thousands of Kangs, thousands of Loki's out there, but also big bads we've already seen done in in this timeline, right? So Killmonger could very well reprise his role. And be on the side of Kang. The Co- Kang could go from dimension to dimension, picking all these nefarious people out and building a, a, essentially his own anti-Avengers. That, right. That would make the Thunderbolts look like a steaming pile of dog shit, which is really all they are. Right. It's like when you play right. Marvel versus Capcom, and you're like, well, I don't want to be Iron Man too. I guess I'll be War Machine because he's a different color, and I'll know which character I'm playing when I'm fighting my exact copy. Right. That, that's how I feel about about <laughs> the way I'm seeing them build the Thunderbolts out. It's like, oh, this is Black Widow, but not really. Her hair's blonde this time. Oh, this is Captain America, but his armor, it's black and gray. You know what I mean? It's just like, what the fuck out of here. But, but, yeah. but, but Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror could build a super team of some of our most likable villains from the past. What if there's other Thanoses out there still? I fucking hope not. I'd love not to see. what if there I, are. I mean, well, yeah, but I, hopefully they don't make a, a reappearance, but I would love to see Ronan the, the Accuser come back. Yeah. I, I feel like he was underused. We got to see him a little bit. Uh, Pre- That's Lee Pace, the- baby. Lee Pace is great in every fucking role that he does. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he was uh, incredible. Ronan the Accuser. Ronan the Accuser was one of the be- is one of the best villains of the MCU. He was I great. Think. Yeah. And then he, even uh, in the Hobbit movies, which were uh, almost irredeemable, Lee Pace as Thranduil was like one of the redeemable parts of those movies. He was fucking excellent as Thranduil. Okay, I, I don't, that's one of the dwarves, right? No, that's okay. One it's, of the elves. So I don't his dad. Uh, okay, that's all right. But it's been um, a while since I all I remember is that one guy has like a giant like throat herpy. That fucking <laughs> that goblin in the mine. I just remember being like, why is 
Why does everyone yeah. in these movies need like a big lumpy fella? Like why? <laughs> we're doing we're doing we're doing Every more time lumps. He talks, it's like oh, I can't even look at you. You're yeah. jiggly. You're jiggling. Yeah. It's making me look. Um, the only the only other yeah. thing I wanted to say was I, I loved um, I loved that at the end. Any other MCU movie or show, uh, ultimately with the conversation between He Who Remains, uh, Sylvie and Loki, and then Sylvie and Loki have their little fight, and <clears throat> and Loki's basically saying. I think this guy is telling the truth. I don't know he is, but I think he is. In any other of these movies, Sylvie would have been like, you're right, it's the right thing. But no, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. She stayed true to her character. She, yeah. You're gonna. You, this has been your life's purpose, and you meet a guy for two weeks, and you just believe him when he doesn't even fully believe himself. To like, No, you, you'd be like, get the fuck out of my way. It makes no sense. And that's the biggest criticism that I'm seeing about the finale. Oh, she's so dumb, she just damned the whole universe. She didn't damn the whole universe. She she didn't believe what the guy was saying. I wouldn't yeah. fucking believe him either. If I had been living in apox apocalypses for my entire life and had yeah. one goal in mind, one thing that justified yes. living where I, I mean, see everybody she's, die for she's all She's radicalized time. by her glorious purpose. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, as Guardians live for hundreds of years, we don't know how long she's been living like this. You know what I mean? Like just seething yeah. in her hatred. And I, I actually really, it's one of the moments of, uh, Jonathan Major's performance that I really loved when she's like, grow up, why so did you, she, yeah, yeah, when he, he, she gets all pissed off and he, grow up, hypocrite, murderer, I thought that yeah. the whole section was great and I just, yeah, uh, I, I fucking love, I had to go watch it again. Yeah, I think. seriously, just hearing you do it, I'm like, <laughs> I got some tinglies. Yeah. You tingles and you jingles. Uh, final thoughts before we move on, anything else anybody wants to, we got season two, boys, we are confirmed for season two. Yeah. Right, right, shit, uh, glad you mentioned thank it. Thank fucking God that like, Again, this this show's gonna really lend itself well to weekly episodic content. I don't know if we're gonna get that far. I feel like now that they've introduced the next big bad, maybe some of the movies will take the helm, is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping Loki's stuck in another universe where he's starting fresh. He's not a variant in this universe anymore because the the fucking sacred timeline doesn't exist, right? He's he's not he's not a wanted man, right? He, that's he, that's true. Which 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 begs the, the, the which raises the question like what what how does the TVA actively function now in a world where Kang and not the Timekeepers are the the overlord right right there's a lot of interesting questions yeah. especially and and that last scene was sad when mobius didn't recognize that him really like, hurt oh, yeah that's right i was like he's like who are you yeah wow 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 i just want to i just um, want, i just want i don't know how many seasons we're gonna get to the show but i wanted to end with owen wilson on the jet ski i fucking need it <laughs> yeah. it has it to happen to, right? i need it yeah. i need yeah. it so bad i fucking uh, i love uh, him in this so much what's it called what's it called? he really free, was free... good i talked shit leading up to it on owen wilson he was really good in this yeah well yeah. We, we all agree that he is a living meme like his wow is like what you when you think of owen wilson you think of that fucking soundbite more than you think of anything else but he yeah. really is i mean he was a honey your baby boy Wes Anderson didn't put him on all those movies for no reason. You know what I mean? He's got some chops. Yeah. He's got some big old meaty pork chops. And he looks good yeah. gray. I mean, he might as well get in line, too, for the uh, <laughs> ye old glory. Uh, I could do that if he talked to me, but I can't see his face. Yeah. I, I can't. Well, the thing right, is, like, his, right. his nose is bent like he's yeah, on the other side. There's of a the hole for his punished. dick and his nose up top. <laughs> just his nose hanging out. <laughs> oh, no. All right, boys, moving on, because I want to talk about this. Hang on! Uh, no, I told you I wanted to tie in my Spider-Man thoughts, and it's going to oh, take okay, it's okay, going to take okay. forty-five seconds. So don't worry. All right. My All right, four, four, four to five. excitement, or possibly concern, is that we have a lot of multiversal shit happening. Right? We have the timeline just got fucked up. We have um, uh, uh, Wanda um, messing with trying to pull her kids back into 
real reality or whatever the fuck you would call it. Um, We have obviously shit going on in Spider-Man 3 with Toby and um, Andrew Garfield showing up. And so clearly like the 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 multiverse, uh, multiverse of madness is going to be the next big like Avengers scale movie. And so how much that they're putting into it? um, No Way Home comes out first. No, I know, but but then, but I feel like that's just another setup. I feel like Quantum Mania is another I, setup. No Way Home is probably going to be pretty pretty big scale wise. No, no, you're right. It is it is it is it is like a setup though to to, to larger like what's going to happen because of this. Yeah, and yeah, so it okay, makes me go. Fair. All right, they're clearly putting a, a ridiculous amount of eggs in this basket, and so a part of me goes, well, that's exciting. Like they they believe that this story is good enough that it's going to culminate in like an Avenger scale movie that. But a part of me is horrified by it, that it's just going to get goofy. So my answer to your question was, is, uh, how do I feel about seeing Toby get in a Spider-Man movie? That's off the cuff, brand. off the cuff, I'm super excited to see him. But I feel like of the examples we have so far, which are WandaVision and Loki, I think, is it? WandaVision obviously kind of fell short and Loki like hit it for me. I think Loki was a good setup. So it's like what team is working on like what part of the teams working on Loki are going to be also involved with No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness. Right. And what team what part of the teams that were on WandaVision. You know what I mean? Like so really the answer is underwhelming. The answer is I don't know. But I will say that I'm more interested in No Way Home now after seeing this and seeing that like that's clearly what they're setting up. This like multiversal thing. And like all of these movies and shows are kind of a part of the setup for the big bang. It's like, all right, now I'm more interested to see how they fuck up the timeline in the next thing. So, right. I'm a Uh, little more excited for no way home. Now I have to say, yeah, I think I I just kind of had an epiphany boys. I know it's, it's probably about six months, three months, four months too late. Okay. I just, I just figured out how we could have fixed WandaVision. I just, it just hit me. Fix it, then. Okay. Fix it mm-hmm. up. Fix me. Instead of having them, instead of showing them blinking forward decades at a time through television and having their kids grow up before their eyes, like in a snap of the fingers, what if Wanda and Vision existed as a family throughout all these eras, but for them, time passed normally? Like decades actually passed in this loop where she was altering time. She could, she could alter physical world, but she can't alter passage of time right she can't slow it down that doesn't make sense uh or or even you know uh i don't know like like her attachment to her kids it makes sense i'm sure because like i'm sure from the second you guys saw your your sons for the first time you there's nothing you wouldn't do to to to, for them right you you jump in front of a fucking train for them but but also the realization that if you found out that they weren't real tomorrow if they were just blinked out of existence that'd be soul crushing but at, at the same time, it, it's if you found out, like, what, three days after the, the, you, had, you had a child that they weren't real? Like, it, it's, it, it doesn't track to me as someone who doesn't have kids. It feels weird. And I'm sure, that right. it is, I'm, so, I'm sure it still is totally realistic. But having her actually watch them grow up, like, day by day, step by step, you know, uh, Family Matters would've style. Would have gone a long way, yeah. Would have gone a long way if the implication would have been that they, that they had actually aged in real time and that she had been living this fake life for over a decade and then suddenly had it torn out from underneath that would give her the motivation to do whatever needed to be done and i feel like that would have been more of a a fulfilling conclusion just having having that in there like seeing all that ripped away and seeing the way she reacts 
would feel like a natural evolution as opposed to like, oh, okay, like nothing, nothing, like none of this mattered, but she's, she got a book, she got a book out of it. Yeah, that would be interesting though. I, I have to agree with you. Like maybe there was something about, uh, the, you know, the 50s timeline that S.H.I.E.L.D. honed in on, so she had to move forward in time, but that also meant that she aged. Yeah, I think that would that would have been pretty cool. I I have to agree with you there. Well, not 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 even like her like aging in real time, but just like time working differently in her little thing, right? Like we're so like all the decades we see them living through, they're actively living through those timelines. The episode takes place in the fifties. There's a ten year gap in in their real time between that and the one that takes place in you know the early seventies. Yeah, uh, and you know like and. You know, oh, like, or even yeah, like, like yeah, kind of like, like, like click, like like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. She like moves forward in time, but she missed out on that ten years. Like she didn't see the growth of her kids, and well, so no, now no. she wants to start over and see it again. Oh no, no, I'm I'm talking exact opposite. We're like we're we're only seeing bits and pieces. We're seeing the bits and pieces where like big things happen because like everyone has big moments in life where something feels a little off once in a while, right? Like yeah, Truman was in that fucking bubble for like what thirty fucking years before a fucking light fell out of the sky, right? Like. Shit's gonna be weird, but the, who's to say that she wasn't in in this weird uh, the hex for five years of what, what seemed to be five years to her, living living out this life uh, before the fucking the the drone crashed, right? Like there could be, it could be mm-hmm. something along those lines. Where like inside the hex, time pa- feels like it's passing as normal, but it's moving at a quicker rate than it is outside the hex, right? Mm-hmm. We've we've seen shit like that implemented in uh, Interstellar. Where the one the one planet time passes, it feels like minutes to yeah. you, but on on right. Earth it's been years. So why couldn't there be something like that? Where like, but also like it's because it's magic fucky wucky stuff. They're not actually aging. The people that are trapped there are aging. Timey, it's uh, called timey wimey. Time, sorry, timey wimey fucky wucky stuff. But also like, what if they were though? What if these people had aged twenty? They lost twenty years of their life in what was days on the outside world. That would make her even harder to root for. As you know, what I mean, it would make her yeah way more of a villain, and also make that arc where she realized what she what she did way more impactful. She's like, oh fuck, I've I've stolen years from these people, not fucking weeks, not days. I don't know. Yeah, just food oh. for thought. I like that idea, uh, and also, timey wimey, timey wimey, fuck you, wimey. All right, uh, let's go. We got 15 minutes. I want to get to Fear Street conversations, and if we don't have a whole lot to say on this, then we can get to the next one. So first and foremost, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to once again take the lead and say I like two and three, or one and two. Um, the first half of the third one is really bad, but then they cut back to present day, and the present day stuff is fine. It's it's not amazing. It's good. It's it, they, they cut back to 1994. Um these movies, especially the first two, had that really like '90s slasher feel, yeah. and it was a weird balance they struck between like we're following a cast of younger kids, so sometimes the mood can feel a little lighter, a little more artificial, even I would say, because some of the kid actors were not the best on the planet. Uh, but some of those kills, though, oh boy! And I know Scott has the same one on his plate that I do, and I'm just gonna spoil it right now, which is the bread slicer mm. was the most brutal thing i did not expect some of the, the brutality in some of these kills in this movie and i was like what the fuck all right let's go like, Yo, the bread the bread slicer kill is one of the goriest kills i've ever seen it was awesome and yeah, the rest of yeah. the movie was so tame that like i yeah i yeah. was like i figured she was gonna like kick him and get out dude when it first hit her and she was like screaming when blood i was like what the 
fuck? It was it like yeah. completely yeah. took like, me by surprise. That, that, and the thing is, like, and like they all have these little redemption arcs where all these kids are so fucking like they're 90s. They're like little cocky, little arrogant R.L. Stein style shitheads. Like every yeah. Goosebumps protagonist you've ever fucking read about. But like they also all <laughs> like have you re- read about. Yeah. One of those, one of those fucky wucky. <laughs> That's the best place I've ever been able to use that. I just want to put that on the record. Uh, but like, but they all have like these little redeeming qualities, like right, like like you see her at first, you think, oh, she's gonna be the snotty bitch, and then like you you like every single character in this. You don't want anything bad to happen to any of them. And then like watching her, the precious little angel baby, get her head sliced into like five even pieces by a bread slicer. It was heart wrenching, yeah. but it was so fucking awesome at the same time it was great and all because this bitch wouldn't wouldn't swallow water you can i was screaming at them like just drink it breathe it in why are you struggling <laughs> you have to die do it fast um part one was incredible part two had like a 45 minute lull at the beginning where it's like we already set the bar so high with the first one uh i was disappointed with two i'm not gonna lie i thought the first hatchet kill was awesome where the guy gets his face just split in the middle but uh, we only had we only got one killer for like ninety eight percent of that movie, and at the very yeah. end we got, we got like a little teaser of of some other ones. Uh, I wasn't able to, but also like when you get stabbed multiple times, mouth to mouth doesn't bring you. Yeah, back. That's well, fucking yeah. Stupid. Uh, oh well, hang on. Third one fixes that. Oh, uh, it does. Well, I, does. I, I I only made it twenty yes. minutes into the third one, and I do tried. You, do you not care if I tell you? Oh, I don't give a why? fuck at all. I don't care at all. Uh, so the big, so the whole the whole thing for our listeners, horrible spoilers. The the whole thing is that Sarah Fears is not actually a bad person. She didn't make a deal with the devil, which was not a bad twist. I'm gonna give it. It that. was not. It really yeah, it wasn't. was actually not bad. It was not her. Um, she was Cursed. a lesbone, just like our modern day actor or actresses. Is she supposed uh, to be reincarnated? Just, she's supposed to be the reincarnation. I, I don't know. I felt like they just put the actress in those places to make it easy for us. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there are a lot of similarities anyway. So, a, lot, a lot of people so from she, the, from the first two movies are in the third one in the first movie yeah. that I saw. Right. They, they kind of so, just inhabit the town though. They're like avatars. It's not yeah. like, yeah, that's it's, not, it's like there's actually scenes where us, they show yeah. what they actually look. And it's like a different actor. Okay. Yeah. It's, I think they did it just because they didn't want to throw a whole brand new cast of characters at us yeah. for half a movie and then have them fuck off. Uh, anyway, so kind of wish they were right? <laughs> a whole bunch of bad shit starts happening in her town, and someone caught her kissing another girl. And back then, with the crazy Puritan religious as, as zealot, was what, uh, what would it be called? Uh, they're called cunts, uh, Chris. They're called cunts. Hypocrites. I guess it's just zealots or zealotry. Um, they someone rats her out, and they are going to burn the her at the stake. And then she, and then she goes, and then she goes. You know what? I'm going to be exactly what they think I am. I'm going to go make a deal with the fucking devil to save her. And you go, oh, that's how this works. But that doesn't happen. That's why I agree with Derek. I thought it was a decent twist. It actually turns out that it's uh, what's his name? Solomon. Solomon. Good. Good. Yeah. Sheriff Good's like great, 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 great grandpa. Okay. uh, made, Made a deal with the devil for power and to get whatever he wants. And they passed it down. Through the generations, so Solomon Good, uh. and then Nick Nick Good in the second movie. That's how he saved her because they say 
be, they they use shady siders as a sacrifice to continue this pact so that they can hold power. And oh, they they actually they actually say shit. They actually so basically say, like, like sunny side or whatever is like siphoning off of shady side. That's why they're yeah. so grandiose and that's shady fuck, just, That's actually it. It, cool. it was a pretty good twist. I, yeah. It's a good twist. Yeah. Now, and, and, now and, I got to sit through this piece of shit first half dude, of the movie, said, dude. Once you get through the sixteen sixty six bit, it actually yeah, gets fine. good again. It's back in ninety four. Yeah, yeah. I just like to say we we predicted. I, I like I know like, we talked about like oh yeah you know Back to the Future Part Three sucks it's the worst one there wherever you wherever you like to old timey like timey yeah. wimey shit I don't give a fuck about your Salem. timey wimey fucky wucky yeah. it's almost exactly I don't give a fuck half about your the movie. Salem witch trial bullshit I don't care that's why I couldn't sit through the, through the through the bitch I couldn't fucking do it I don't care yeah your, your eyes your eyes exactly. are big like the Cheshire Cat and you're adorable I get it <laughs> the, the goat's the bad guy we get it. Uh, Black Phillip, he's excellent. He's a I would rather guy. I would rather watch the lighthouse in an endless loop for all of eternity than sit through the bitch one time. <laughs> How about <laughs> oh the Northman, God. son? Coming out soon. Anyway, at, le- at least eventually I'll be able to sync up my my cums with Robert Pattinson's attempted cum, right? <laughs> and then we can switch bodies. Oh, and now Willem Dafoe's <laughs> my best friend, <laughs> bringing it back. Um, so so yeah, it's it's almost exactly half the movie is in the old timeline, and then it switches back, and the rest of it's modern. But. Yeah, so they they allude to like that's how he's sheriff and his brother is the mayor because he just kind of gets what he wants because of these sacrifices. So that's what they said like all things happen for them and then they show him literally giving her mouth to mouth and saying like I won't let you die. And I was like, "Oh shit. Does he know? Like, he sa- he saved her." Yeah, does he act- Yeah. He actually knows he about knew. this curse this whole time. They, oh, he's they a piece showed of shit. Nick yeah, they showed Nick Good writing the name of Thomas Slater in the rock. He he gives the name to the devil Thomas Slater to turn him into the killer. Yeah. Oh shit! So the twist Basically, actually works like, really well. Like Nick, Nick was like a, a sort of on the fence, not so bad guy in the events of the second one. Yeah, where like that's why he saved Ziggy. Um, but f- that was sort of the thing, like sacrificing someone to save her was sort of what made him go like, all right, I'm going to be a piece of shit then. I already did it, so I might as well just keep doing it. But, I uh, did my toe in this pact. Yeah, but it was, it, uh, no, I, I, that was, okay, my thought is, the first one was like, okay, the beginning and end were good, and the middle was real like, oh my god, it just dragged and dragged. Two, I actually liked way more than I thought I was going to. I agree with your assessment on the beginning. It was kind of like, took a while to get started, but once it did, I loved like yeah. the, the cave channel underneath and everything. And then, yeah, three, we started to watch before the uh, uh, Bully Barbecue, and we had to turn it off because we were just like, this is fucking boring. Um, and when I got home, I was like, all right, we got to watch this before the podcast tomorrow. And she's like, let's just watch it tonight then, just get it out of the way. And <laughs> yeah, Ron um, is such a fucking trooper. She's, yeah. she's awesome. She's the best. <laughs> Dude, for real, though. For real, though. But so we got, so, it, it, like, and again, like, for whatever was remaining, maybe a half an hour of the, the, the 1666 part, yeah. We were like, ah, oh, this movie fucking sucks. Once you get back to 94, it gets kind of good again. Like it's okay. like their whole, I, I don't want to give it away. If you're going to watch it, I won't say like what uh, it culminates in, but I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. But I have a feeling it's going to be all the killers from the first one and all the killers from the end of the second one and a big old circle jerk. That, that little fucking wooden, <laughs> wooden face boy with the, the wooden mask face boy who looks like the fucking Asbury Park. Bully. Yeah. He may, he may or you may know not what you should do? Uh, you should honestly just get to the last maybe 10 minutes of the 16. Just fast forward to it. Mm-hmm. Watch the last 10 minutes of that segment. Yeah, that's good. And then just watch the 94. When, when she realizes that it's Solomon Good, watch that whole conversation and then let it switch back. Yeah. I'm just gonna. That's I'm, a, that's I'm just gonna. Really I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna. When we're done this pod, I'm gonna sit down. And I'm gonna oh, watch well, it. We, oh, sick. All right. We know Scott likes to to 
pull one out when the movie's not that good. So use the first half, tug yeah. a couple out, yeah, just you know, and out. then you're maybe two. And you're relaxed. Right. You're ready to let the second half flow over you. I'm gonna play the long game in- here. I say the thing is, I'm gonna try to again. I'm gonna try to sync up my cum with somebody famous so I can switch places with them. Right, right. It's a good move. Yeah, that's your retirement oh, plan. Well, the, yeah, the, the question, the question, yeah, really is though. Someone else. It's better. It's better than my older part, my retirement plan, which is to die before I get old. Yeah. <laughs> die before I need universal health care. Um, I, I got to decide whether I want to be Ryan Reynolds, Jason Bateman, or Jamie Lee Curtis though, because they all could be pulling one out at the same time. I feel like Jamie Lee's a bad trade off because like she's gonna die soon and she already needs that yogurt to poop. So <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is about to have that Disney Plus, so that that Disney money. But also Jason Bateman, like he can just do whatever the fuck he wants, right? Like people watch Ozark. Yeah, but Jason Bateman doesn't drink, so oof. I mean, I would. 100%. You'd have to live. You'd have to live with the knowledge that once you switched back, that you made him an alcoholic again, though. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I just, I just, I just can't switch back. You just. But, stay yeah, Jason but, 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 but yeah, but yeah. The true. ultimate irony is the ultimate irony is if I if I body swapped with Jason Bateman. He 100% would come murder soon because I'd be that fat slob in his body. I'd be the fat slob in his body. Pick pick on my nose at a red light while TMZ takes a picture. I'd be the, I'd be the fucking, yeah. I'd be on Tinder swiping right to everybody who was a, oh, like an eight or higher. Like, yeah, I'm Jason Bateman. Fuck me. Who wants to fuck me? <laughs> yeah, I'm Jason Bateman. He wants some, some, some celebrity cock. I'm JB. I'm CC. I'm leaving in gang now, guys. I got that uh, I got that child support money. Got that Bateman money. <laughs> yeah. Them Bateman bucks. <laughs> yeah, I got them Bateman bucks, which means I'm never baiting again, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no need to bait when you're the Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, <laughs> Jesus. We're going to save the other topics for next week because we got literally five minutes left. But I would like to present something for the group, okay? Present. This could go me. well, or it could go very poorly. I'm really, for me specifically. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, don't get, it's not that. It's not that funny. It's also not that uh, on. The, uh, it's it's really dumb. So we've already showed that Scott's really good at the Mario sound effects, right? If, uh, Scott, if you would like to remind us all, just to, do a little quick. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> Some of them didn't register. I know yeah, they'll be on the final yeah. recording because yeah. I think you. Oh, perfect. Ooh. Got it. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I would like to posit that during my time through Breath of the Wild, and I have tested this with nobody, so this could be really bad for me. I think I do a good link, and specifically one sound effect, and it's when he's slicing. It might take me a couple to get into it, so mm-hmm. bear with me mm-hmm. if I... Okay, mm-hmm. please, 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 take your time. Hat! Hat! He's slicing. Hat! <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta hear this now. I, gotta, I need a comparison. Hat! Hat! When he jumps, and then <laughs> somebody, please don't clip this and Let's, make fun can, of me. Can you do the, can you do the spin attack from Ocarina of Time? I forget what that one sounds like. It's like shit, but you yeah! don't get it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, Ocarina spin attack. Let me hear it. I'll try that, and then right. we'll say our goodbyes. Okay. Ocarina Spin Attack, let me find a video. <laughs> oh, this video is way too long. Hold on. <laughs> this is a four minute video to learn the spin attack. I don't, I just show me the spin attack. Like, why is the yeah. internet, why you, you just like hold this? B? That's all you do. Yeah, why does it take four minutes to learn how to hold a button down? Are they trying to teach Michael J. Fox how to do it? <laughs> hey guys, it's uh, Poo Poo here. Uh, anyway, my mom died last year of cancer. Like and subscribe to my channel. And it's like, oh my God, can we just get to the thing? 
You know, the thing is, like, when, when it's on Oh, wow. Like, he screams with a childlike rage. I can't. I oh, can't. Yeah! That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Oh, oh, fuck. Scott still holds the fucking crown, boys. <sighs> Heavy is the head that wears the crown. How does it make you feel to know that you just king dick over here? Uh, almost as good as that child's mother when he left him behind so he didn't have to hear his fucking sign off anymore on <laughs> YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> do, you th- do you think, like, the thing is, like, do you think that that kid, that, that poo poo pee pee streamer, his his uh his mother faked her own death to get away from him, right? Because like she's been siphoning. He's, yeah, he the day they became a YouTube streamer, <laughs> she just started planning her escape. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, well, he's making big money now, but also he's not in charge of his own accounts because he's like 15 years old. I'm just gonna siphon stuff into a private account. Yeah. Oh and yeah, then fake my own death. Yeah, she shaved her eyebrows. I'm like, boy, I really don't feel good today. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, okay, Derek, where can everybody find you at? We can, I gotta go now that you made a kid, you, fake cancer joke. You can uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter. Twitch sometimes. <laughs> Dr. Gloom MD. That's D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. I dated a girl once who faked having cancer. So, Scott, where, where can everybody find you at? I feel like I'm trying to guide the train you, in. You, on you the know where you can't find her? Social media, because everyone found out she was faking cancer, and they, <laughs> they canceled her ass. Oh, no. Talking about you, You can find Scott at S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. Yeah, I'll let you do your own sign-off. No, fuck my sign-off. I just want to say, you guys, you guys should really watch Mythic Quest on Apple TV plus whatever the fuck it's called. Really, really just watch one episode called A Dark Quiet Death. Absolutely okay. incredible. Um that's all I got. Viewers, listeners, weebs, furries. Pudgerpeds. Wooks. How'd you get in here? Why, why haven't yeah, I smelled who, you until right now? Who uh, do, what, do yourself a favor. If you have an iPhone, you get a free year of Apple TV. Just check out Mythic Quest. Season one, episode five, A Quiet Dark Death is one of the most heartbreaking and beautiful things I've ever seen on television. It's like Mac dancing to come out to his father, but for 45 minutes straight. It's beautiful. Wow. Rob, uh, and if you don't have an iPhone, I uh, just hope you have a friend with a Plex server. Mm-hmm. Or Pirate. That's how we do it. Fuck Apple. Cynical nerd. Yeah, yeah they, got, they got children yeah. making iPhones in Indonesia. They don't need your money. They're already hand over fist making, right, 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 making, right, right. making millions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays. I've been playing. What have I been playing? I've been playing Battlefield Five the past couple of days. It's been fun six, to return. Six, six, We're six, all six, six. very pumped for twenty forty two, but I can't get into it right now because I really, really have to go. Uh, this has been episode thirty six of the Cynical Nerd Podcast. This girl shaved her fucking been... head and everything though. Like she shaved her head <laughs> and she like oh, no. and she t- and she like <laughs> oh god and she and she like yeah and she like po- she posted pictures that she clearly googled of like. A wrist that wasn't hers with a hospital bracelet on it. This girl was crazy! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Bye! Yeah, yeah. Bye! Have a good week, have a good week, guys. Bye. See you later.